All right. Uh, welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast. Um, grab your scotch, grab a glass of wine, and live your respectability politics at the dough, please. Uh, but how's it going, Jade? I am good. I am not outside anymore. You back inside? Yeah, I'm back inside. <laughs> We're no longer outside. We had, we had big fun, in the words of uh, Claire Huxtable, I had big fun, big fun. Um, but yes, uh, yeah, back inside the house, back to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, it's been good. It's been a good day. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm just ready for Friday. Uh. Let's see. Okay, I actually got a church announcement about me, but you're gonna go first. Um, um, let me see. Church announcements for me. Going to stream this weekend. Uh, I'm gonna do a lot of. I'm gonna do like a half just talk, just chatting, half some games, just because. Uh, yeah, I got to. Uh, I didn't think I was gonna be posting things on instagram until next month but plans changed so i got to i got to do things and experience things so i'm going to talk about that oh Uh, so the other one oh i didn't realize this was more impromptu gotcha yeah it it, i was i i had i packed the day up for it (laughs) um it was like hey i think we're gonna go to this earlier in the week and i was like nah never mind i was like okay cool and then the the day of, it was like, hey, actually, we are going to go uh, make sure you pack something for a party. Hey, at least he let you know so, beforehand. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that last minute packing. Um, threw that in there, though. But, yeah, so I'm going to talk about that and the little fun that I got to have this weekend. Um, yeah, because Jaded is... Jade is out there now. <laughs> She's having fun. <laughs> Doing all the things. Um, but yeah. So I'm going to stream this weekend. Uh, and do just chatting. And that's. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was outside. It was outside. And I'm going to be further outside next month. And that's like a whole ordeal. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's like a whole different one. But yes, um, and if anybody didn't see, I, I definitely it's posted in. Um, it's on the ship if you're in that Discord. So, yeah, <laughs> little snippets of my details. But yeah, uh, but that's all I have. Uh, yep, so streaming this weekend and things in the works. So yeah, uh, but what about you? All right, so my church announcement. So, and we're going to talk about this later in the great debate of Twitch versus YouTube as far as like growing and stuff. Um, but um, I figured out what I want to do for YouTube. Uh, thank y'all for like liking, watching the videos, and my views have really been up. Um, so, latest video I posted. Uh, is that yesterday or the day before? The latest video I posted earlier this week, it already hit 100 views, which was faster than the one that I posted a couple weeks ago that's in the 300s now. 
Um, so yeah, I think I figured out. So basically, y'all go subscribe to my YouTube if you haven't already. Um, and I know it looks very niche right now. I'm gonna like broaden it out. I'm not. It's not gonna be that all the time. Um, it is gonna cover more gaming news stuff. But I, but I know how to draw people in at least. Um, so um yeah gonna obviously post uh some clips uh like a couple of shorts and here and there um it'll be more towards like gaming more geared towards gaming news and theories um so like i said it looks really niche right now but it's gonna broaden out uh i promise uh <laughs> so um yeah i i am still getting comfortable with self promoting on my own stream to tell y'all to go follow my other platforms um but yeah uh follow my youtube because once, once we talk about the whole i might have figured out youtube you'll see but yeah um and if i hit 100 subscribers i can change that damn url to vandy um <laughs> so don't they do it all the time but yeah um right. Girl, if you don't toot your horn horn, I sure will. Toot toot. M, um, y'all need to go ahead, go like, subscribe her videos. Go ahead, run them view counts up because they are great. Uh, they really, no, they really are though great. I'm not even like being like, oh, I'm just saying it's like, no, really. Uh, just because <laughs> your viewpoints on games and gaming news and then uh, specifically like, especially Kingdom Hearts because that is your, that is your jam. It truly is. And other people who recognize that I love the little comments on there. I was like, hey, I know. Okay, I, got a, I got a straight so, yeah. <laughs> left a nice comment for once. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, Forge. So, yeah. I just saw it. <laughs> um, and not that I don't love y'all's comments, too. Um, and the mistress comments. Because uh, he'd be like the most, the one commenting the most. But not that I don't love y'all's comments, but it just feels, it, it kind of hits different of like, oh, other people like see what I'm talking about and they get it. So, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So if y'all are listening back to the podcast, please go like subscribe to Empowered Muse Gaming on YouTube. If you are uh, watching us back, y'all too, like subscribe, Empowered Muse Gaming. You can go at her, her links are all in her bio, or they're all in your bio on Instagram and all that. They're on my link tree. I need to spread them out because I want to just focus on Twitch and YouTube right now. Uh, gotcha. So I'm going to edit it. So if you're on Instagram, I'll uh update that probably tomorrow um and gotcha. post links there because i'm trying to get i'm trying i'm i am trying to grow um but i'm realizing like the work that i'm putting in it does have the returns i just need to translate it over um but yeah it it, it feels good to be validated and i know it's weird to be validated by strangers but it's still a good feeling um <laughs> Right, I it always is different. Um, but yeah, so it definitely it's different. So yeah, like, I get that. Yeah, you deserve it. Thank you. Um, also, it's like it makes it feel really good about editing because I know what my editing was like because I I don't necessarily compare it to other YouTubers or creators because like you know everybody edits different and it's like an art form. Um, but also let me know. I was like, I, I might I might be doing something. I will not open commissions for editing right now because I don't have the time. 
when I hit full time, maybe. <laughs> the way I was about to be like, so if I ever decide to do YouTube, I'm just gonna go ahead and be like, AM. <laughs> Come on. Let me let me slide you this and then you slide back a video. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> we will see. Um but yeah, so um yeah, so right now content is kind of focusing, like Jay said, on Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts theories and kind of a rewind to remind people of different characters and what to expect in the like upcoming games, because there's one mobile game coming out next month actually. Um there's another mobile game with a closed beta test sometime this year, and obviously the big Kingdom Hearts 4. Still don't know when that comes out, but it's like the fans are rearing up, so it's like a good time to get into the fandom um so yeah um yeah that's my church announcement i think that's oh yeah i'm streaming xenoblade saturday uh xenoblade 3 um which apparently has over 100 hours of uh if not more of uh playtime but the story isn't 100 hours just like the whole game itself it's a lot yeah no no as if i haven't put in put over 200 hours into animal crossing so i can't talk (laughs) (laughs) you should totally take it oh i was talking about uh kingdom hearts fandom mike uh also hey mike um but yeah um like i said still getting used to promoting myself across platforms but I can, I can, I feel like I can confidently say go to my YouTube because I'm, my goal is to post a video every week. It's fairly easy for me to post videos like that. Um, if I get lucky with some good gaming clips, maybe two videos a week, but right now video a week seems like a good sweet spot. Um, yeah, but we'll get more into the YouTube top because I'm now I'm really like excited to talk about it because now it's like, I know, I know now I, 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 I kind of know about Twitch, but Twitch is just like, eh, it's here. I still there, y'all. I ain't, I ain't moving to YouTube live streaming. I will say that because no. Um, <laughs> you're not touching Kingdom Hearts. It's so, it's expansive. I understand. The mobile game is where a lot of people get lost. They put a lot of lore in the mobile game. It's like, yeah, but yeah, fair enough. See, I remember once upon a time when like Kingdom Hearts, a whole bunch of them were on sale and I was like, I I'm gonna get these and you were like yeah and you were trying to explain it to me you're like well and you explain I was like yeah no (laughs) not touching it not no not it (laughs) yeah um but no I'm not doing YouTube live stream all live streaming will be here from here on out until I get partner on one or both and somebody gives me a really good contract um that's the goal anyway so yeah, um, all right. Let's uh, go ahead and get into our uh, docket for the week. So the first topic is kind of an overall thing, but we're going to talk about two separate stories and how it kind of relates to the overarching. Um, so first topic, first overall topic, we're going to talk about influencer culture, and it's gonna sound like it's. I'm not even a Zoomer. What? I guess a millennial-noomer? Like, it's gonna sound like I'm ragging on influencers, even though we are influencers, technically. But it's more so, like, cautionary tales? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Of what's been going on this the past week or so, because the past week or so has been a mess. Um, On two fronts. 
particularly because it's like you'll see so first up um we got the uh infamous saga of the pink sauce <laughs> i did say pink sauce um <laughs> influencer it's it technically is kind of in in the influencer range because you know I, I think she's talking about the melina boomer Oh, Melina Numer, Melina Numer, Melina Numer. We're millennials, but Melina Numer. Yeah. <laughs> what it sounds like. Oh, but yeah. Because <laughs> we're millennials, right? But you know, they call uh, the the Zenio, no, the Z- Z- Gen-, Gen Zers who act like boomers, Zoomers. Um. So yeah, that's that's the play on you. So pink sauce girl. Um. <laughs> so, uh, here's what happened. Here's a here's a short note of what happened and how you end up being a topic of podcasts. Um. So first, uh, there's a girl on or a woman on TikTok. Uh, her name was Chef Pi or P. It's P I I. Um. And she came out with this video about making a pink sauce condiment. Um, back the backstory to that is obviously she didn't really use preservatives. Um, there was when it came out later that there was like a wild imbalance in the measurements, all of that. Uh, but she made videos about her making her sauce and stuff. Then you know promoting herself, go buy my sauce. I'm creating this food business, sauce business, yada yada. Shipped it to customers um, in plastic bags um, who then gave their reviews on the same social media platform, which was TikTok. Uh, probably a few YouTube shorts or YouTube videos as well on said pink sauce. Uh, some of the view reviews were generally like benign and they were just like, oh, it's like an interesting ranch flavor. Um, some reviews show like the packaging that... The sauce wasn't pink once it got there. I think there was one that had like when you twisted the top, it started to fizzle and sizzle like it was a soda, and it was it was a lot. Um, <laughs> um. So yeah. So then, as the reviews came in and people were kind of seeing this, they were like, "So she didn't use any preservatives," is what you're saying. So then she kind of got backlash. Well, she got backlash. She didn't kind of get backlash, but she got backlash uh for basically her sauce not being fda compliant and then her not even knowing what fda was when she was trying to defend herself um a drug (laughs) (laughs) not medicine watch out uh (laughs) education system has failed it has um and then as of today the sauce got gentrified um by a fight creator putting a recipe on there um and like putting putting the recipe on there i don't know if it's the recipe they got from chef p or if they made their own and said like yeah this is the pink sauce um basically got gentrified and that's how you become a podcast story uh through influencer culture but the the overarching thing is like yes Obviously, this has happened before um, with people selling selling the flat tummy teas and the uh, tea toxes, uh, the the sugar bear hair gummies, like that'll make your hair grow. None of those have actually been FDA compliant either. 
um but because they're kind of through a third-party company shady company albeit um but third-party company regardless so it's kind of that coverage of like i'm just doing what this company told me uh kind of like me and factor uh 75 which which is my current sponsor um should put that in church announcement but anywho a little commercial break if uh <laughs> so if you're headed back to school to if work is about to pick up in the next couple of weeks uh because the uh, um school year is about to start and you want a fast meal prep plan uh head to factor.com um and the company's called factor 75 it is a meal prep kit you can uh get uh 120 dollars off across i believe five orders um using my code right here whoop i was in the wrong tab there we go using my code right here um that is factor se 3081 uh and go like that link right there um and yeah make your uh meal prep plan easier um yeah might as well throw it in so anyway just an example uh, <laughs> so um yeah so the point of that was like there's a it's kind of a shield because even though the detoxes and the gummies and all that aren't necessarily fda compliant it's not the influencer themselves making the product and i think that was the kicker because people were like hey yo because because there were serious concerns of like hi dirty um there were serious concerns of like you're not using you're not measuring this uh accurately uh across just across your servings um you're not using preservatives you don't know how to safely package this food this is going to poison people which is very valid um she was just making she she was making shit she was literally making shit in her kitchen kitchen uh and mass trying to mass produce it uh and sell it out which it doesn't quite work that way in the food business so um actually there's actual concern there but yeah and she was trying to defend it but yeah yeah a lot of concern just because like uh she was putting in so they said that there wasn't any raw uh garlic in it but you can't put raw garlic in and stuff like that because it releases toxins um if it's not properly stored and you get sick um it attacks your uh nerves so yeah not so great uh yeah so <laughs> That's that's yeah, that's that's why we get FDA approval. Yeah. Right right there. Particularly foods. Like I said, tea toxins is liquid and some herbs. I get it. Like maybe don't mix the wrong herbs together, but generally it's fairly harmless and it just acts as a diuretic. Um gummies, they probably don't do anything. But just like just making food out of your kitchen without the proper preparations and then selling it in not safe containers um and shipping it because it ships in it we have been in a heat wave for the entire month the entire two months for a long time so to ship in those conditions um i don't know how she took care of the shipping i don't know if she used ship station we're not responsible by them or anything but i don't know if she used ship station or like another shipping service like a third party but I don't think it was done professionally enough to accommodate for the packaging and the uh, impact of the heat on said packaging. So, 
um it, it was just a lot of stuff that it was like are you um you uh, you might have killed somebody uh legit so um anyways i'm rambling on uh paint sauce girl wait you got anything <laughs> yeah because did you see the um terms and conditions that she added in now that there's like a whole bunch of controversy about it did she say the sauce make <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, so now it's like the terms and conditions on buying it basically like uh you bought this on your own free will, so there's no exchanges, no refunds. Uh she doesn't want basically to take part in any ownership if something happens to you, which I'm like, yeah, you can say that, but but still if if you sell me a food product, I can come out. I can you I can sue you. I can sue you if I get if I get sick, yeah. Like that basically releases you from maybe a federal lawsuit, but we can still, you know, duke civil it out. Court. In, yeah, civil court. I was like, but it's just, yeah. Uh, so she put that, and then she sent out like this long email, uh, an email to the buyers of it, like because there's a delay in the shipping and all that stuff with it right now. Because like, oh, I was like, yeah, there's a lot going on, and it's just ridiculous. Um. They think it's like all defamation and uh it's just like hubba blue. <laughs> like, what everybody's saying. Like it's just funny. But it's like and it's weird because apparently there was already a pink sauce in like I forgot what state it was. People were like, Yeah, we make pink sauce here. Was it Hawaii? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. It's a difference. I think it's like a southern state because they were saying how like they put it on their food. It's either like a southern state or like a random like Chicago or something like that. Oh. Yeah, see like yeah, so okay. Then, okay. I was like, then they were like, no, we sell it in the stores. Like, this is actually already a thing. So theirs is a real pink sauce. Whereas hers is that influencer. I made something. Buy it. Um, not, giving, not her about to get sued six ways to Sunday. Bye. Right. <laughs> this is giving me like the uh, edible version of the bath water. Like. Mm, yeah yeah it's yeah yeah i'm i'm not getting i'm not falling for the okie doke um oh it was cane yeah, sauce no. okay cane sauce is pink it was like tame? i saw a bottle hey, no but i saw like somebody had an actual bottle from like a store and they're like they were showing it and they're like no this pink sauce is a thing uh Oh, that's a different sauce though. When you do the ketchup and mayo, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's a, different. That's a different sauce. No, her, about like a pink. Hers pink had sauce. olive oil, garlic. I know those were the two I saw. I was like, Ugh. I think mayo. Uh, I think she did have mayo. I forgot what else she added. I don't know what like else she dragon added. fruit. Dragon fruit. That's what it was. That's what. It, that's what gave the sauce its color. Was the dragon fruit. But I'm like, none of this sounds like it goes together. So why? Why are we? No, <laughs> no, that's no, 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 sir, no, ma'am. And then it was runny, and I was like, "Why are y'all eating this?" Like, it, she did no. in fact ship mayo because I, I think I remember I remember somebody saying coming coming back and saying, "Hold up, so you put olive oil, raw garlic, and mayo together, and you ain't think about what was gonna go on?" Dang, Mike. Um. Uh, I'll let y'all. (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, the cucumber hate. Cucumber it might be a lost cause. <laughs> it's a lost cause. Uh, not the optimistic salad dressing girl. Um. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. That's basically what it is. The hint of ranch with a hint of ranch. Because everybody kept tasting it, so it was like it tastes like it tastes like ranch. Like ranch. Yeah. yeah, I was like, it's runny. Like when the one girl was like, it smells. She's like, it smells like Hidden Valley. I was like, mm, right there. See, see, nasty. No. I hate Hidden Valley. It's that's not one of the good ranches. <laughs> so I'm like, you said it smelled like that. Nope, <laughs> that's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, sis tried. Oh, and that was the other thing. Some people were like, well, you know, support black people. I was like, listen. Listen, I can't support all y'all because if there's a chance y'all might cause harm to somebody else, whether it be accidentally or on purpose, I, I, I and it's not justified. I, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Also, it's just stupid. But, just girl. Just you have so many like, other avenues. <laughs> I understand supporting black people. I do. I am black. I support black people. I support black women. That being said, you can't support everybody on every little thing because things like this are these are the type of things when your friends tell you like, "Hey, come buy my sauce," and you look and see what's happening. Like, no, no, that's that's that ain't for me. Um, that ain't the one. Like, I I can support the little girl who sells the lemonade. Actually, that lemonade is good in the stores. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's actually tasty. I've bought it before. Why her friends tell her it was a bad idea? That is, right? That's a million dollar question. I don't know her like that, so I don't know what her friend group is like. I imagine like our friend group <laughs> like been like, no. Nah. Within the first yeah, five minutes. <laughs> as soon as we like, get hey, out. <laughs> right? Like we would have been like, hey, taste this. I'm going to sell, start selling this. King Kai's come over, come taste this. I'm going to send it to you. And that would have been the first thing in that group text. Lighten it up. Like, ah, what the hell is this? What What you got me eating? Uh-uh, this is moldy. It smells funny. <laughs> like, yeah, no. You need friends like that. Yeah. Just let them blame you. And then be like, because they'll, they'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> they will let you know. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, she, she needs better friends because... Yeah, you need no people around you. But a uh, if anything, this helps with her social media platform because you know everywhere right now. All press is good press apparently these days. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that too when we get to YouTube. Uh but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marketing strategy oh. was on point, exactly. Yes. If see like and it would have been better had it been good. Yeah. Like and safe. Or yeah, it's safe. This would have been like this would have been a whole thing. Like had it just blown up, everybody's like pink sauce, and like it would have actually been like a safe thing to eat. It would have like been completely different. But it's been a whole 180. But because it's not you're gonna be known as the pink sauce girl and uh in not in a great way. But I mean you you can turn it around because look at uh bad baby because mm-hmm. She turned that around completely. Right. So. Yeah. Stranger things have happened. Um, but also, if you're going to speak on something, at least know it. If 
Yeah. You know, three letter agencies. Come on, guys. We we should know what they all stand for. FDA. Food. <laughs> food. <laughs> the F stands for food, man. <laughs> food. I hope you learned that by now. I hope and I pray that you learned that. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, so that was cool. also this is also a commentary on the people who were put were filming themselves putting the sauce on their foods and eating it or getting their kids to eat it that poor girl raven um, oh they had a baby eating that the baby's eating it yeah oh no Mm-mm. i'm calling defects <laughs> <laughs> yeah th- i think no. there's a, a there was a parent who um got their little girl and was like try this sauce and what you think and She's like, she wanted to say no, but you know, camera. So, kids in their hair be like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she said. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. So, listen, if you want to get into the influencer life, there's nothing wrong with it. It's kind of like it's part of the economy now at this point. Just be smart about it. Do your research. Do you yes. do your research? Um. <laughs> I cannot. Um. Yeah. Do your research, and that's just like getting with any brand. Do your research on the brand first. Um. Like all companies are questionable. Um. Because even the ones who are anti. Every, everything might be interested in NFTs. So, like, listen, listen. Companies make their bread how they how they perceive they need to. So, like, I'm not saying like go super holistic because I think at this point that'd be impossible. But definitely do your research. Um, yeah, at least Google. Um, at at least Google. We are talking about pink sauce. Pink sauce. Hey, Doc. Pink sauce. <laughs> we were wrapping it up, but we were basically saying be careful. Yeah. Sis could have sold it on Etsy and did that like two day shipping. So Etsy would have flamed her. Etsy been on a roll lately. So yeah, they would have they got her. But yes. Uh. Where was she from? She's from Florida? Miami. Yeah, I was like Florida, which I believe is yeah Miami. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I listen. I mm. yeah. Be careful. Do your research. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. You are if you are so tempted by the almighty do- dollar in clout, just you. Can, I mean, do what you want, but there were other avenues she could have taken. Like she could have done hair, she could have done makeup. I'm just looking at a picture. Um, hair, makeup, clothes, twerking, uh, story time. I, the, the possibilities were endless. Yeah. I, I think the um I think the moral story is she didn't have friends to tell her no. <laughs> I think that's a- the actual a- moral. Right. A A forge. Step up off a of mayo. Mayo is good. 
Especially on a sandwich. Mayonnaise, regular old mayonnaise. Not that Miracle Whip. Mayonnaise. It's good, okay? Oh, man. But yeah, so. Yes, this, I, I think for now, ends the saga of Pink Sauce Woman. Um, yeah. Mayo Sire in some, on some meats, yes. I, I'll concede that. I like my mayo on, yeah. on certain things. Look, it goes Hellman's, Dukes. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what my third tier would be because Kraft is like at the very bottom of that list. Yeah. I would, I would probably eat dollar store mayonnaise before I ate Kraft's. Oh, uh, no, I'll go Hellman's, Dukes. What's that? Blue Ribbon, dollar store, then Kraft because Kraft is trash. Um, <laughs> now y'all got it. Somewhere else. Because Miracle Whip is, it says on the bottle, salad dressing. So that's why you know it shouldn't go on sandwiches, but people still put it on sandwiches. I don't get it. Um, mayonnaise is great. Eat it on French fries. That is bomb. I'm telling y'all, I am a strong advocate for mayonnaise. Put it in some chocolate cake and not like on top, like on. Like, you mix it in. You mix it in, people. Mix it in. Because uh, it is an egg-based thing. Yeah. And it makes it my my worst I, my least favorite word it, but it makes your cakes moist uh so yeah <laughs> um see so you had me till you had the till you said the fries and then you pull me back in the chocolate cake yeah. oh mayonnaise on fries but it can't just be any old fry like <laughs> wendy's old fries that they, they yeah. when they came in the yellow container those were great in mayonnaise okay okay um but like in like certain the, the thick thick cut fries Yes. Um, eh, you can get away with it on certain waffle fries, but yeah. not all. But it's it's like it's its, it's, its own thing. Like it's 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 good. It's random. But then also, and then the you could put mayonnaise on elote. Like oh yeah, bomb. well yeah, that's one of the main ingredients. That yep. mayo sucks. Again, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all handle that. Mike, we just had a wonderful time eating great food. <laughs> so, you know, let's not act like I don't eat anything. I tried new foods. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I ate things I don't even like. He did. Picture proof. I, oh, yeah, I didn't even get to hear. Yeah, I I don't like, I, I don't like pies. And I ate it. Just general like pies? pies? I'm not a fan of pies. I'm a, I'm a halfway cake person. I'm more of a cookie person. Oh. But pies, not so much. If you do a pie, I really just stick to apple. Any variation of it, I'm cool with. Um, but pies, not so much. And I was very polite. I I did eat it, even though I did not have to. And it was key lime at that. Ooh, key lime's good, good, though. Key lime be hidden. It was probably great. I just don't like it. But I ate it. I toughed it out. Sweet potato's good, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm wanting pie, though. Ooh, sweet Okay. Sweet potato pie, yes. Well, yeah, that's a classic. Um, yeah. okay, right. I just started eating like two years ago, so. <laughs> we in there. Progress. Silver lining. <laughs> just. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Not naming every single pie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, 
Anything else on Miss Pink Sauce before we move to AOC? Um, buyers beware. Hide <laughs> your own discretion. I mean, if you want to do it, film it and send it to me so I can see. <laughs> I can live vicariously through you. I don't need to do it myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm eating healthy, so you know, not for me. Also, I don't want to get sick. If I do get sick, I don't want it to be over food. Like that's the worst. Food poisoning is the worst. Um, right. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. All right. Moving on. So this kind of sparked an interesting conversation. I chose this picture specifically to drive my point home. Um. So I think it was last week actually. Uh, AOC, Elon Omar. I don't know if anybody else of the squad. Uh, squad being the uh round of progressive uh candidates who won the blue wave election i think back in 2018 um so uh and progressive caucus i guess i guess they would be now but anyway um i don't know if anybody else was part of it but they were pr- protesting at a um abortion rally in dc and they got arrested um that picture up there is why I put arrested in quotes because there were no cuffs. That's what the first thing you think about when you get arrested. Uh, some people who are a little more familiar with processes think, okay, zip ties. There were no zip ties. Um, they really just escorted them to, I don't know, back to the uh, halls of Congress. I don't, I don't know where they escorted them to. Off the premises. They weren't arrested, though. Um, they weren't detained. I think like an hour or so later, they were back on Twitter tweeting. Um, so this kind of brought up a conversation because people from the left and the right were kind of like, so we just doing influencer politics and influencer politicians now. And it was one of those like, well, shit, I don't want to. It's all that, that feeling. It's like, see, I don't want to agree with the people who watch Fox News. But shit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, it. um so it, it sparked a conversation there was a, actually a thread that kind of went uh viral off of it um and basically said to whom it may apply to y'all need to let aoc go ain't nothing about what she got the squad is doing is helping in any capacity y'all just love applaud- applauding celebrity culture politicians landing magazine covers and being performative through girl boss politics uh, this was a woman who tweeted before y'all come at me. Um, is, is she's not giving pick me vibes either. Um, so yeah. So let's see, let's see. Um, obsession with trying to shield her from critique is one of the many reasons why politicians continue to feel emboldened because all they have to do is fart. Hey, <laughs> y'all will be the first ones following in suit to smell it. They do not care about you or your liberation. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, and she goes on to show further proof. Uh, this is the same person that while black protesters were being assaulted outside of the 2021 Met Gala, she was too busy in her own city, mingling with billionaires and multimillionaires as they partied and held their exclusive event in a white supremacist space. Um, and she was wearing the dress, the white dress with tax rich and red. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that was like a key point. I'm just um, sipping my my tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a read. <laughs> yeah, the protest yesterday, AOC's entire po- or yesterday, uh, the protest last week 
That was reading verbatim. AOC's entire political career have been examples of how progressive politicians have platforms that are not of substance, but rather used to pull people in with no real results. Just them being a person of color now in that position of power. Um, let's see. And no matter the black folks appear to see you throw in office, that does not guarantee that they're going to do right by you by design and default. When they pledge to these oaths, they are already putting liberation at a respectable compromise when there should be no such thing. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right. From the thread, I could tell she was anti, very anti-establishment. So, uh, understandable. But I think she brought up some good points of like, as much as I don't want to be that person, um outside of willing and dealing and trying to um force their their uh policies in through threat of not voting on uh certain laws and stuff which they tend to fall in line eventually um what has the progressive caucus and more importantly the faces of the progressive caucus is done or the faces of the progressive caucus done since they've been elected and i hate being that person of like well what have you done because like no they they do stuff it's just like it gets blockaded a lot but also what have they done um they kind of get a point yeah definitely it's because You stand in, uh, it's like the whole thing of like being arrested. Yeah. And it's like, no, there are like people who actually advocate. That's not sad. <laughs> That's, see, I already it sounded bad. <laughs> I <laughs> start snarky how I saying it. But there are people who um, advocate uh, for different issues and like on Capitol Hill and things like that. And they are, are actually arrested. They are taken off in handcuffs. They are detained. Mm -hmm. It is not a, I'm going to escort you to another part of the building or walk you out and then you're free to go about your business. It's like, no, they're usually either uh, they're detained for like a couple hours or they get charged with something. Right. Plain and simple. Um, And I'm not trying to downplay any type of... um, activism that they're trying to do but it's just like it's it's not the same it's like saying hey like we're both me and you are both uh protesting something but i just go ahead and i'm like well i'm just gonna do you make the money and then you're like well i'm on the front lines i'm fighting the good fight i'm there in the thick of it but i'm trying to say that it's at what we're at equal standing it's like but not really yeah like we're both supporting but it's not the same because like you being on the front lines and at risk of getting arrested for for disturbing the peace or whatever, like that could actually have like real world implication. Not necessarily that they would be violent with the arrest, um, but more so that it's like, okay, well, if your job finds out, or yeah, basically if your job finds out and they're not with that, oh, and she disappears. She's probably fixing her camera. Um, is she here? Hello, hello. I'm back. So you got Thanos snapped. Um, <laughs> Am I back? You're back. <laughs> it, it stopped there. I was like, Doof. I was like, uh, <laughs> is it me or? <laughs> but we, we back. We okay. Back. 
Um, short blip. All right, but yeah. So, uh, basically, the implication is like if your job finds out and they're not with that, and like it's a embarrass the policy or yeah, embarrass the company clause, they can fire you. Uh, especially if it's a uh, at will state or something like that. So, like, you can have real world implications for you to be on the ground like that. Um, but like you said, like that versus donating, like the most that would happen is like you might get embarrassed on Twitter if people are that willing to pull up your records of who you donate to, depending on what you donate to. Um, so yeah, it, it it is different, and I will say that the 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 thing that they were doing like. I guess I know they believe in those rights. I'm assuming. Um, gonna assume the best here. Uh, but it very much gave performative. And also, when you think about it, it like it's midterm election year as well, and the midterm elections are coming up in a few months now. It's just like, okay, girl. Um, right. <laughs> um. It it really reminds yeah, <laughs> anything for them games. <laughs> anything for them games. Anything. Uh, I will add a tidbit to that later, but let me get to my point across. But no, it gave me very much the vibes of uh, what was it? remember last last year or the year before, um, Black History Month when they were all the infamous picture with them on congress oh that was that was uh, around juneteenth uh that was 2020 yeah, yeah. thank you okay juneteenth, juneteenth and 2020 yeah and they're like like we support and it was one of those things it was like uh this is the cringiest support uh like i get what you're trying to do but no yeah uh so this is what that feels like where it's like we're protesting we're doing this we got look we got arrested too and it's like but you didn't because you still get to keep your job at the end of the day. Like, right. You still get to go in your office in that building at the end of the day. <laughs> if you have committee meetings, you, you, you still get to go to them. Um, it's not the same. Not like, the same. I get it. Yeah. And and like you said, I get that um, when they're trying to pass certain things and like the just things getting blocked um, and it's like harder to just because you're fighting against uh, opposing views a lot. Because even within your own party that there are, there can be more conservative views um so it just makes it hard period like politics people think is it's not as simple and as black and white as you would think it's nah. really not it's a lot behind the scenes it's not just we're gonna write this and then we're gonna vote on it and then it's gonna be a yes and no thing no, no. <laughs> things get padded things get added in it's like well i'll say yes to this if you add this in if you for this study added like it's a lot of wheeling and dealing um which which is why it's so hard uh so yes it's like they want to make a change and uh they they advocate for different things they use their platform and their voice but at the same time sometimes you have to know Sometimes you just have to know when to shut up on your platform because <laughs> it's just it's 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 not as uh, impactful or like uh, relatable yeah. to the common person to where it's like but like I said again but it's not the same so like you sometimes it just doesn't it doesn't come off the same you know and like you have well intentions right. 
but it, it just does not rub off the same way. And no. it gets, like it just like, very cringy. It's like if this is it's one of those times you'd be like, this sounds like rich people yeah. doing rich people things. And <laughs> and like even if you're not the richest person, it's like, okay, but you still rub elbows. Right. So like this sounds like some rich people stuff. Uh, you, you still get to go it. to the Met Gala. Exactly. Like I I protested at the Met Gala. But you went in and you ate <laughs> dinner and you hung out with celebrities and you did this. That's not the same. Like it's different for like uh, I forgot the model uh, who's indigenous and like oh, she yeah. went because she was like I'm literally representing because I'm the only right. indigenous woman invited. Like that's different. That's yeah. a whole different way to show your platform. That wasn't it. But she wasn't going like. Fight the system. Do this while I'm wearing this. Right. Wearing this while I'm here, I'm standing for this, but also for this. It's like, but also, hey, over there, right. save me, save me a seat at the table. All right, I'll be, I'll be with you shortly. All right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like her being there made complete. I hope, I hope her heart pronouns are her. If not, my bad. But them being there, uh completely different because yeah. that was like a different type of platform that uh, that they were standing on to be there right aoc being there eh. that's also just like um aoc uh, uh i don't want to rag on nina turner because she's technically not in the federal political system like she she tried running i don't know if she's running again um but you know but yeah uh she she's a state senator but there was a state senator but it's like her um i think those are the only two i know of getting a twitch and it's just like okay i see the strategy here but also like so it would have made a difference if like aoc came on like weekly or even bi-weekly to talk about policies and stuff, answer questions, but I think she did like one Among Us stream with a couple other uh, progressive politicians and called it a day. And I don't think she's been live since. Um, I'm saying that because I follow her. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's just one of those like. So it's clearly a marketing to the young people. You don't quite know how to do that. Um. <laughs> Correct. They're like, oh, they're on this thing called Twitch. We need to get in the probably one of the interns were like, hey, we need to do this. We get on Twitch and yeah, it's giving Hillary Clinton. I have hot sauce in my bag too. Yeah. 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 All that. We remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't forget. So a bit of pandering, but it's just more so like the the yeah it's just it feels very influencer-y and not politic not that you can't be an influencer and a politician right but it's just one of those like um 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 yeah time and place I think, <laughs> right i think one of the only people who i think can balances out like being in that uh millennial gen z influencer type space and does politics uh is like Corey Booker yeah oh he always strikes me as corny but I know he means well but corny yeah like he's 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 look he's like somebody's uncle (laughs) (laughs) like like you're trying to be cool but 
But it's like, but he also doesn't like super overdo it. Yeah. On the social media aspect and like it so it doesn't come off as like uh you're trying so hard. Actually, Pete uh Buttigieg. Oh, Mayor Pete. Oh, you're also sitting. No. Yeah. What is his title? Because <laughs> I used to call him Mayor Pete. Secretary Pete. There you go. Yes, Secretary Pete. Like he's he does great. Uh, him and his husband. Yeah. Like, like they do social media very well. And, I think like, because they just be themselves. Yes, that's also what it is as well. You kind of have to just be yourself and not try again. Don't try yeah to like be so like i'm trying to be relatable uh like that at, like <laughs> like the scene in um what was that movie not another team movie like i'm young and hip. <laughs> it's like the old lady oh you're talking <laughs> like, about um um ooh. when they were spoofing never been kissed uh, i know it yeah. was not another teen movie no it was mean girls talking about amy poehler oh no no oh no not that one but yes, <laughs> yes I'm, a, I'm a cool mom yeah. it's like yeah they're like i'm a cool senator i'm a cool congressman see me ah we're on twitch um yeah no it doesn't come off that way so it's like it's a very fine line like you said if you're more if they're just being themselves be a normal person on it and it goes so far because like i follow a certain politicians and it's like okay Cause they just be on there chilling. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, AOC just gives, and I know it's because she's young. Uh, but I don't know. It's just it, it. It's I don't even know if it's young though. It's I don't know what it's giving. Cause she's like, like a couple years older than us. Yeah, that and that. That's why I'm just like, we're like I'm but same sis, bracket. Yeah yeah it's just i don't know something about it like and y'all know i do not like tony roma that we know that's not her name but that's what we're calling her today i don't um, know who that is <laughs> or who you tommy you're... oh yeah <laughs> i was like tony roma <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like even her she is a millennial uh and like she uses her platform and she knows how to use it and, and it's as irritating it's as she, genuine i was like as irritating as she is she is herself yes and that's why it works because it's like she just she, she's just being herself and being her and it's not like a gimmick or anything like that it's just like yeah it's just natural yeah so i'm like uh so yeah it's yeah they do better, Congress. <laughs> Do better. Just because you try to be relatable. I get it. I get elections are coming up. You want, especially the young vote uh, for that demographic, you want to try to hit that. But it's sometimes it just does not come off and translate the same way. And it's just so cringy to watch. It, it really, truly is. Yes. All of that. <laughs> Um. All right, I have nothing else to add. Um. Yeah, do do better. Uh, it was just a cringe moment. All right. Um, San Diego Comic Con was this past no last week. Uh, so I just put the link up to go over 
some trailers that came out um kind of talk about them a little bit uh have you have you watched most of them all of them some of them yes i did i watched them um so i'm going i'm going off we'll get to that one um going off the article that uh from the verge uh so john wick john wick four actually how much we care about that do we care Keanu Reeves, I'm for him. I stand him. And I love that he's like, I'll keep doing these movies until y'all tell me to stop. <laughs> I love that attitude. He is like, I don't care if it's bad. If y'all want it, I'm gonna do it because that's what y'all want. Love that. <laughs> like he he just he's such a nice person. Like, oh my gosh. He's, he's really done. he's really chill. He is, and he's just like I love every time I get photos of him like on the subway and he like gives up his seats to people as you should. Uh, like he'll look so like a Roman standing up so he'll just like get up and like offer his seat or it's just and I'm glad that he like got married again and he's like trying to live life and people were just dogging him out for having a, a wife because they're not used to people being with people in Hollywood. They're like the same age. They're so used to having men be with such younger women. Yeah. So it's like a whole thing. I'm sorry for the soapbox moment, y'all, but y'all know how I get. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's just a weird thing that they do in Hollywood. Like they're so used to having older men with younger women. So when he got a wife and like for a, and it's sad that you have to be like age appropriate. Yeah. It's technically not, but it's just like, it's a thing. Yeah. So it's like, but he, he married a woman that's like, around the same age as him and he's happy and then here y'all go like well she's not it's like no she's not a 20 something year old because that's not what he wanted right duh i was like maybe he just got more like, yeah. right like that was somebody his speed and you can tell that somebody his speed like just normal like even though she's an artist and like she make her own money and everything like that but it's like normal right somebody normal like matt damon he married oh she was a bartender like normal some people just marry people who they want to be with um but yeah i love that he's like john with port hell yeah yeah like, i'll keep until <laughs> y'all want me to stop and it's like okay because after uh you need to recoup after um uh matrix, matrix. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. expunge that one from the record <laughs> yeah that was we just that, that was a fever dream that's all uh, <laughs> right uh so it's not coming out till march 2023 uh so fyi but that's actually kind of around the corner um yeah so um yeah cool cool good for uh keanu reese i almost like all the john keanu uh but good for keanu reese <laughs> Um, all right, next up, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Um, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I like Shazam so much. Um, I thought it was very fun, and DC movies tend to not be like MCU, everybody knows is more family, right? Uh, DC is also is very dark and more gritty which 
that's my favorite part but then like shazam was very much like a family film yeah and fun and like it was just it was like one of their movies where it's just so super lighthearted. yeah and i love it and it was like and it actually worked within their formula so i was like it's good and so like i think the next one is going to be super cute uh i was like i like it i can't wait i heard rumors I heard rumors that uh, basically Black Adam and Shazam are going to be the reset button for DCEU. I believe it. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it. I'm still waiting to see if The Rock is going to play The Rock or Black Adam in Black Adam. But I'm not mad at the concept of having a reset button that is not uh, The Flash. Um, Not that they got to recast at this point. But yeah. (laughs) Um, the way I will throw my popcorn <laughs> if I see The Rock in some damn khaki pants <laughs> in a button-up shirt. If I see that, I am rioting. <laughs> that is my only... Y'all know uh, I have not much faith in this movie. I do not. Um, and then I saw the news trailer and it tricked me and I was like, ooh, it looked kind of good. I don't know. Um, so I, I want to see it. So I, I have, I'm, I'm going in with low expectations so I can low risk, high reward. Um, so I can just be blown out the water. Like, oh, good job. Uh, but yeah, uh, I definitely feel like this could reset the DC, uh, DCC, DC, EU. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Ooh, it's a lot of letters. DC, EU. Um, they need to take a page out of, out of uh, Marvel's book and mm-hmm. go ahead and cast some of the people who are in TV shows mm-hmm. into the movie. That's all you gotta because do. Even though the CW shows sucked after a certain <laughs> point, uh, there are actors who like bring what's his face back to play um, I, I to play the Flash. Yeah, like, he. He which, is Barry Allen. Which I didn't understand why they didn't do that. But I mean, I understand because name, okay. n- name in Hollywood and all that. But still, y'all could have. But he's mm. been acting for a while. I'm like, y'all better put, put that man in that movie. As, I was like, he went from Glee to being on. Uh, uh, I was like, and if y'all didn't know that, yes, he was. He was on Glee. He played a bully, a whole bully <laughs> on Glee. Um, <laughs> to like starring in his own show, like. And he's great as Barry Allen, like his version. Wonderful. Go ahead. Say that it is right. Grant is Barry. Go ahead. Say it's like some flashpoint mess. And mm. y'all Barry is gone because Ezra needs to stay on. Ezra needs to stay on in Hawaii or jail or wherever the hell he about to go. Ezra oh, needs no. to be on an island with the concrete walls. Um. Yes. <laughs> go, go chill. Yes. Like, yeah the that island that um oliver queen was lost on and marooned on that's, that's, y'all go send ezra over there because homie needs to chill out <laughs> um, uh. so yeah but like bring some of the people from some of the shows uh <laughs> ezra, is, ezra is reverse flash in real life very much so yes um, but yeah, it's like bring some of those people over from the shows into the movies because one, it's already a fan base behind it. People recognize it. People enjoy it. Yeah. So it's not going to be a hard sell. Um, and it just like makes sense and it can translate over 
very well because we already have in the shows how they did like the whole multi-worlds and all that mess and crossovers and stuff so it, it can translate and nobody would bat an eye at all so i'm like just just do that it would be great yeah. um i mean like you had the old school flash on the show so yeah go ahead and do that but yeah so i think uh they should definitely start the whole franchise over with that because like like yeah it's i love me some jason momoa and i love me some jason i don't have i don't know what's going to happen with this next aquaman movie kind of forgot about it i keep forgetting about it um yeah uh wonder woman touch and go she there first one was pretty good 84 i don't know what y'all were doing um outside of her finding her power through loving a white man like and this why (laughs) but then again y'all made wonder woman penis uh penis crazy and injustice too so you know what it, it, whatever it is it is what it is but also you, you could tell how they ch- i really hated how they changed the costume design mm. from wonder woman to um injustice the justice league yeah just because i'm like yeah, y'all, so, y'all, y'all, y'all took male approach and like yeah. made the skirt shorter, made the breasts more pronounced, yeah. made this. I'm like, a man was over the costume design as opposed to a woman being over the costume design in her in her Wonder Woman yeah. movie. Yeah, that is yeah. that is exactly what happened. And it's just like, see, we took a couple steps forward, and then y'all just brought it right on back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, I don't get that, but yeah. Look, I look. I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I liked... was not a bad Batman. He was like the perfect uh, Bruce Wayne to me. Like and, I was like, yeah, and, I and that, that you were believable. <laughs> yes, like and that later in life, Bruce. That's more like I've been through some shit, right? And I'm tired of this, and now I got to fight aliens too on top <laughs> of this. Like that was that. Like God, why do I have to keep doing this, Bruce? I'm like this was perfect this was like middle-aged bruce like like i said and it would have been a nice little segue to eventually lead into like the next bruce wayne and like y'all could have did like how in the show like in batman beyond yeah and how it's like you have the old bruce mentoring the young uh mentoring the young batman it's like perfect would have been great um it's like yeah y'all could have set it up just like that in the future but I don't know what they're doing and it's just like y'all y'all give us elements y'all give us great elements yep and do not know how to cohesively put it all together no don't get it like suicide squad made no sense when they made two different movies and then they're like the suicide squad versus suicide squad i was so confused because i was like so this is not a sequel what what y'all doing harley quinn i liked birds of prey but it also fits nowhere into the story but it's supposed to i don't get it i yeah so i'm like y'all have great elements y'all have great actors for different things just pull from your different sources and like put it together listen to the nerds i'm some comic book nerds yes 
because we know we know what we like <laughs> and like yeah and get it cracking like that yeah but yeah that's pretty much it but like keep shazam the same um oh my gosh peacemakers yeah yes, peacemaker that was, was yeah that was great that who knew that the side um, not, like yeah he was like a side character he yeah. was a main character but like a side main character yeah gave him a whole show and whole storyline and it was just great and it was like it worked worked yes uh so i'm like they just need to get their shit together basically <laughs> all right yeah. uh side piece became a main side piece did become a main <laughs> Uh well we already basically talked about Black Adam. Um so next up we got Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I still gotta watch the movies. I know it's a great story. I'm I'll, sorry, what? I was on the, 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 the Hogwarts train uh before it ran right off the rails. Um I mean I'm not even gonna lie, Lord of the Rings it's kind of the same thing where I don't know who wrote those books. Um, just Man. like Hogwarts, I don't, I don't know who wrote. I don't know who wrote Harry Potter. Wait, those books magically is, is Lord of the Rings? But that Arthur was that Arthur problematic? Tolkien's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, but he did so. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we're not. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, that's all. We we yeah. <laughs> I was like, we all know. We we, we know. We know. A little problematic. Again, we don't know who wrote those books. Those marvelous, marvelous books that I read in like middle school. Don't know who wrote them, but. Hey, the movie is great. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, we know, but we don't know. We don't know who wrote those books. Super. I don't know those names. I don't. That's wow. <laughs> You're writing in hieroglyphics. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't know you found hieroglyphics in, on Twitch. Huh. <laughs> I, I didn't know about. I didn't know that about um the Lord of the Rings author. Yeah. It's. It's probably because he's like dead, when, though. But anyway, you, yeah, like the when when you know like creatures are supposed to be. <laughs> oh damn! Dead. I just I just realized that. Are you talking about the Smeagol or in the? No, not Smeagol, but um. Okay. Yeah, like 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 orcs and all this stuff, and like how oh oh dark skin. They need to be dark, and they need to do this, and it's like no, but they could be white, and it's like no. <laughs> Hey, there it's, like, it's one of those like little it's like one those subtle undertones there weren't any black hills like, on there were in... there no damn yeah i see i see yeah it's like like when that movie bright came out and we're like so are they supposed to be like the black people and the elves are supposed to be the white people because Okay, well, that's unfortunate. Sounds a little repetitive. Um, yeah, but so, yeah. So basically, to answer your question, so you know how people were basically saying, like in Harry Potter, the goblins were like were eerily similar to Jewish stereotypes. Apparently, the orcs and other creatures are eerily similar to dark skinned people. 
that's uh yeah i just realized there are no black elves yeah we don't talk about that <laughs> it's one of the things you're like yeah you just kind of ignore it <laughs> you're like yeah great franchise Mm-hmm. <laughs> love the movies uh i can't believe you have never seen them i i will not say that we're gonna sit there and binge watch them because they're they're long they're three to four they're, hours they're... of walking <laughs> yes i know but it's my nose but <laughs> um yeah my, well first of all mike you're not allowed to talk on this one because you don't like fantasy we're gonna hit that one out the way i'm gonna break off y'all because he doesn't even like you like science fiction and like uh, Afrofuturism. You do not like Middle Earth fantasy. You don't like Middle Earth <laughs> fantasy, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, like yeah, see, like you have to watch them all. First of all, you have to watch the old school. Um, the uh, old school. They, yeah, oh, this is why I was on the Hogwarts train. <laughs> See, no, because like the old movie. So before I knew anything about Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, you have to watch the um. Wow, I'm blanking on the name all of a sudden. Um, the yes, the Hobbit. Thank you, <laughs> the animated Hobbit. Okay, thank you. That um, that I know of. Yeah, first, yes, the first version of Hobbit was animated. I I watched that religiously growing up. So like, you have to watch that. Uh, then you can get into the regular movies, okay. uh, and then watch them in that order too. So yeah. don't watch The Hobbit first. Watch okay. all the orders, uh, all the movies in order, and okay. then watch The Hobbit. Gotcha. Um, I'm not gonna subject you to reading the books because I refuse. No, <laughs> that'd be like me telling somebody like go through and like read all the Dunes. I'm like, no, you, you don't have to. I got a backlog of books I want to read that I haven't gotten to, so no. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, but watch the movies. I love them. Um, we get some good stuff going on. And like it's a great story and Smeagol, oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, it's like, and I can't wait for the show because I just, ooh, I I love Lord of the Rings. I love fantasy based stuff. I like that kind of Middle Earth. Fantasy. Yeah, love it. So it's like, of course, because I like stabby stab and, and that's fair. And, All right, so like, yeah, I will set aside a weekend to where I will sit down and watch those movies. In the animated Hobbit, in the yes. Hobbit movie last, um, yes. yeah, I, I, if I can do it for Marvel, I can do it for Lord of the Rings. But Marvel <laughs> is more fun. But all right, yeah, yeah I'm gonna be so proud because he loves those movies too. I know. <laughs> um, but let's see. Oh, Dark Souls fans. Oh, so you love dark fantasy? Lord of the Rings is not dark enough. You like video games, sir. All right. Moving on to She-Hulk. I probably won't do all of these. I'm probably going to end at Black Panther. Loki. Oh, okay. We'll touch on House of Dragons after Black Panther. And And Daredevil. And Daredevil. Yeah, touch on that one. (laughs) Okay. Daredevil. I I don't know why I didn't see that one. That probably should have been before Black Panther, right? No, She-Hulk. What's next? She-Hulk, Black Panther, Daredevil, and uh, House of Dragon. All right. She-Hulk. That's a whole lot. Um, Damn, there's a Dragon Ball Super. 
It's a long article. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did most of the trailer. Just... They, they left uh, Daredevil off on this one. Anyways. Huh. I wasn't even looking off of that. I was going off the top of my head. Oh, <laughs> some of oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll have to do a whole thing about this sometime because yeah, have, this might be my stream on Saturday going through all this crap because I got it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll touch on the high points then. So she hope Black Panther, Daredevil, um, House of Dragons. All right, Chio. Gave her muscle. <laughs> Dang, you're unimpressed. Um, <laughs> it was not giving. This is what your face is saying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cute. It's whatever. cute. I thought I thought you had liked it because of the other trailer. So I was like initially excited. Right. And it's it's a mixed bag of nuts. Um yeah, I yeah, like yeah, like I don't I don't know how don't. this is going to go. I'm okay. excited that Daredevil's pro is going to be in it. That's confirmed oh, yeah. that he's somehow he's gonna make an appearance because one she's a lawyer. So that yeah. makes complete complete sense. Um but yeah. I'm just. He wasn't giving. No. <laughs> I... Y'all could have did a lot more, but that's. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I would have preferred to see a new Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo because I love him as Hulk. I don't want him as the brainy Hulk that he is right now. I want him as Hulk smash Hulk. I want that version of Hulk. I want to see before he transitioned to the smart, to the, to uh, Bruce Branner, Dr. Hulk. So yeah. the thing is <laughs> they had the opportunity with planet Hulk when he disappeared and ended up, um, I forgot the planet's name, but uh, in Ragnarok, they had a chance and they didn't take it. And that's where you would have gotten your standalone Hulk movie. But yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, She Hulk is we we gonna see because I'm. It was not again. They, they they gave her better muscles. Uh, you can tell they went back. Me okay. and Mike were watching it back too. We we're like, oh, they gave her like they gave her more muscle finally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're okay. You're happy with the muscles, like, but they, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm very critical of that one. Like, I, I'm giving that one the Shazam, not the Shazam, but the Black Adam treatment. Like, <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm low, very low expectations. So that way, if it comes out, I'm gonna be very happy. But yeah, fair enough. All right. Um. In case y'all wondering, I, I watched only a few of these uh trailers, so like I, I'm like catching up now, playing catch up, and we'll probably do either we're gonna catch, we're gonna circle back to this uh later, or Jay will cover it all in her stream. Um, all right, next up, Wakanda Forever. This one I did watch because I saw it and I was just like, uh, I'm not ready to watch that. <laughs> 
I need to plan the outfit. Um, we need to have our homegoing outfits planned out. We do properly. Um, it's gonna be a celebration. It is it's gonna be sad. It's yes. gonna be fun. Yes. Um, yeah. All of that. Wait, who's muted? I'm muted. Your mic was speaking, I guess. Oh. But you're good now. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah. Yes, we're wearing white to the theaters. I don't know if y'all didn't know, but that's the memo that, that, we, that I that's got. a memo. Yeah. We wear in, white. It's in case y'all didn't catch it. Yeah. They said wear your finest. And if you can't wear white, they said wear your finest uh African garb. Um we we show it out again, part two. Yes. <laughs> so we're yeah. Um I can't wait just because it's just I I don't get why people are still so mad that they um that they, they didn't recast, recast yet because like, it's first, like bruh he just when he passed it was right as they were starting to film for Black Panther two so what makes you think because when you're filming like I, I'm assuming I've never filmed before but I'm assuming you built some type of bond with certain cast members so what makes you think they weren't grieving as well. Like even though his family were like, yeah, he want to be recast. Like he want to, he would want T'Challa to live on through somebody else. Okay, sure, but it won't be like. Listen, they they had two choices: go through with filming and uh, give him a home going in the movie, or pause uh, filming and we wouldn't have gotten Black Panther till like twenty twenty five. Those were the only two choices. Exactly. And if they paused, they probably would have recast it. But those were the only two choices. So, but also. Comic book wise, somebody else can be the Black Panther because y'all, I think they're associating it because they want Chadwick and T'Challa yeah. to be Black Panther. But I'm like, but y'all realize that the mantle of Black Panther gets passed on. Yeah, it gets passed on to Shuri in the comics. So, but like, and then they can take a creative. This is the one time I'll be like, y'all can take that creative freedom and pass it on to another character. Yeah. Because Homegirl. Homegirl, look, she she don't want to get vaccinated. Disney said we got a policy in place. You don't want to do it. We can't do no more movies, <laughs> so we're gonna have to do another avenue right now. So with that, uh, I think that we can definitely at some point get a different Black Panther, and it can be another character. Yeah. Um, and it can be something. That's why I was like, I will advocate that. That's the one time I'll be like, I'm okay with y'all like veering off. From the comic book routes. Because of the exigent circumstances that happen. Yeah. Because if it was just like Chad would quit, then he had recast. Like, yeah. Correct. But he passed. It was expected for the people who were close to him um, because he was sick for a while. But it was unexpected to the world as a whole. So, like... And again, the cast members were grieving. What you expect them to do? Like, Like I said, they either... They they made a conscious uh, decision as a consensus to keep filming, but to honor him, which I can get behind. Um, like I said, that was either that or pause production for a few years. That like that's kind of where you are at that point. Because like if they pause production, then recasting would have made more sense. But to recast so suddenly, I feel like fans would have been mad either way. Honestly, like. Let's not add, let's not add like uh, torches and picks for us would not have been raised if they just went ahead and recast it. Just saying. Right. But um. <laughs> but, oh, 
it's gonna be good regardless. I can't wait. Yeah. And uh because we have the because we have the multiverse now, we going we can get some people back. That was the other thing. Multiverse. multiverse. You can you can just like insert if the people want T'Challa, since the multiverse is open, you can just insert a different T'Challa through the multiverse right there. There you go. Thank Boom. you. There, there, um, there's your T'Challa logic. Um, yes. I, I saw them pictures of Michael B. Jordan and oh my gosh. Keegan Buff again. Um, I saw Kang on set. They had I I'm, am I'm yeah, I'm ready for, I am ready for Avengers Kang. Um I, oh, I'm ready for that nose to be on the big screen for me to see. That man just looks wonderful. Um, and the pictures that they have of them on set right now is like, oh yes, the nose, Jonathan Majors. Yes. You said Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh I'm talking he- about Michael B. Jordan too. Oh, he was okay, there too. okay, okay. Yeah. That's how I was all yeah, like, Jonathan oh, Majors as King. We getting we getting Killmonger somehow, some way. We getting him too. Uh, because they had them both on set. Yeah. Of the Ant Man movie. So Sorry, no, Jonathan Majors is just Jonathan Majors is like peak blackness, and I'm just like, uh, his features are just so, uh, um, yes, I'm not even talking like dirty. I'm just like facial features. It's just like, that's a handsome face. That strong black nose and this. It was Creed 3? It might have been Creed 3, actually. Now you mention it. Um, (laughs) don't say that. Don't say that. Don't ruin that for me. No. What? Yeah, now you mentioned it was Creed 3 because he was boxing. No. I'm, sorry, Jay. No. Killmonger might I'm come so, back still. But no, sorry. I'm not for now. Now that Killmonger in my head, Killmonger is somehow going to come back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And because I am one of the people who enjoyed. I enjoy Michael B. Jordan. Uh, I think he could do a better job as Killmonger, so put him in there. <laughs> but Jonathan Major is still a beautiful man. Um, <laughs> that is going to kill it as Kang. Um, and yes. Yes. Um, God, I had to burst my bubble like that. Damn. My bad. Because <laughs> I was with you. I was like, wait, Mike's right, because I remember him and his boxing fit. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was he was boxing. My bad. Uh, yeah, uh, you still get to see them, just not in superhero stuff. I want them in superheroes because <laughs> remember they were shirtless, not, and that's I'm why I broke not, the internet. Yeah, because I'm definitely 100 not seeing Creed because I've not seen any of the Creed movies. I'm okay on those. So yeah, the underwater scene with him uh, working out was was nice. I need to do research after this podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not saying watch the whole movie. I'm just saying that scene was like, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, Mike's going to make you watch Creed. Okay. Long story short, more things can go wrong if he's recasted. Good point. Yeah. More, more, more things could go wrong. That's why I was like, let's not have like torches and pitchforks. Would not have been raised if in that first trailer y'all saw that he was recasted. Like, come on, like, come on, y'all. I would have been upset. Hell, that makes no sense. Why? Why? 
Creed 2 is more for the Rocky history. It is more for the Rocky history. Um, but yeah, so, um, I'm going to go watch Wakanda forever. I'm just need, I just need to prepare myself because it's just like, uh, I never, I don't think I've ever dealt with that happening because the Dark Knight series wrapped up. No, 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 it didn't wrap up, but where did it wrap up? Um, basically, joke, we knew Joker wasn't going to be in the Dark Knight anymore. Um, so Heath Ledger yeah. passing wasn't affecting the movies and let's see i'm trying to think if there's anything else that was ongoing it was just like oh damn i can't think of anything else that's like the uh, the only other one that stuck out for me um yeah, like had they recast like he was a great joker yeah and had they recast it it would have been so weird yeah movie um so yeah that's like that's kind of the same thing where it's like you can't not right now not right now yeah like I said, if they were to recast, they probably would just pause production and that would not have been released so soon. Because uh, it's only been two years. Uh, yeah, right at two years. If not a little bit less. Um, November. I got a few months to prepare myself. It's like, I'm, I, I, I know it's going to be good, but I'm just like, huh. huh. But yeah. Um, okay. Daredevil. I'm ready. So ready. So ready. Oh yeah, that was the other thing we were saying. Whitehawk. That um, they're probably just gonna insert a T'Challa from the multiverse. Uh, and it was like it's, it kind of worked out that way. So, um you worry about 18 episodes of daredevil do you worry that they're gonna kind of drag it along for 18 episodes because were you so used to the 10 to 12 no to the 6 to 10 episodes uh what they've been doing yeah they'll drag it okay because that was the no. <laughs> they won't drag in jason up um i was thinking about that i was like i wonder if they're gonna drag it because 18 is a lot for a disney plus marvel series because we haven't had that yet but you, you don't think they're gonna drag it I think it's gonna be great. That's like I said, like a good four months worth of show. I'm okay with it. Um, because there are multiple shows that do like a good uh see you and the wires. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, there are multiple shows that have like a season where a normal season's like twenty four episodes. That's like regular primetime TV type season. Oh yeah. This regular primetime so, TV, just not regular Marvel so far. <laughs> Exactly, which and Marvel gets pisses me off sometimes because Disney Plus just because of some of their shows and they'll be like, you get four episodes, you get five episodes. That's it. It's like that makes me so mad. Um, but it's like, no, I think that eighteen is perfect. Uh, we get a nice, good story because there's so much that's in between from where uh, his show ended from Netflix to like crossing over into the movies, which. DC, pay attention. They brought him over from the shows to the movies. It works. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, so yeah, because when he over. when he was in um uh No Way Home, yeah, when he made that appearance in No Way Home, I was like, ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yes. As we're talking about Boba Fett, Boba Fett, you say Boba <laughs> Fett. <laughs> Um, yeah. 
yeah, I, I love this shirt. <laughs> Netflix Daredevil yeah. was extra violent. So see, so to see it going to Disney Plus, so many episodes, it's kind of scary. I will say they probably did the rollout of um, Deadpool and Logan on Disney Plus to show the, to show people like, hey, it can still be violent. Daredevil still could be violent. Um, although I I, I kind of want to compare because I was like, did they edit any, anything in Daredevil? I I rewatched Daredevil, Daredevil, Deadpool. I rewatched Deadpool too, and I was like, I feel like some of that was edited, but I gotta double check and see in like the initial fight scenes. Um, and I fell asleep during the rest of it. But the the cutscene wasn't edited. That part I knew. The violent part I gotta double check. Because I was like, I know y'all put Deadpool on there with the original R rating. I just don't know if there was some editing done. So to your point, 85, that might be kind of valid. Yeah. We'll have to, ooh, they probably did edit stuff because I would have to go back and watch Jessica. Y'all should bring back her for Jessica Jones, too. Go ahead yeah. and her movies. Thank you. Because um, she is Jessica Jones. Because um, that one's probably edited from like the sex scenes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, bring back Jessica Jones. I can do with, but I'm so excited for De- uh, Deadpool. Y'all got me saying Deadpool now. That's all I did from my face. Um, for Daredevil, so good. Uh, I can't wait. It's gonna. I I just I just can't wait. We're same because I loved I loved the Netflix adaption of the Marvel shows. Um, except I mean. Luke Cage is alright. I'm not gonna hold y'all to it. That like it's it's not story at all. It's y'all leave Danny Rand alone, okay? <laughs> We're gonna. This really is a slander uh, stream, um. okay? <laughs> um, y'all leave Danny Rand alone. <laughs> y'all leave him alone. Um, but yeah, no. So like. Uh, Luke Cage was good. The actor, uh, I can y'all can recast. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry to anybody. Uh, I, 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 it's because I just like the character. I, I like the actor. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Just ignore out your fist. <laughs> Not just throw it away. <laughs> I Yes, I do. <laughs> I'll say it with my chest. Yes, I do. I like that actor. Chase <laughs> um... liking of certain people just does not surprise me at this point. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> right? As M said earlier, vibes. Nothing. I got vibes. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, excited for Daredevil. Can't wait to see. We need to, again, because of this, relook at uh, bringing over more characters from the shows to the uh, movies, just especially because the so- shows were based within the. Um, Cinematic universe, anyway. Yeah. Uh oh, I paused. Am mm-hmm. I good? Yeah, you're good. It's a little buffery, okay. but like, you're good. Gotcha. 
Okay, yeah. Okay, mine caught up on my site now too. But yeah, uh, because all the shows were based in within um the MCU anyway, like they kept up with the timeline kinda. So it'd be easy to like navigate them over. So go ahead, bring them shows over. Cause I wanna see it. Uh yeah. But um yeah. I I agree with all that. I'm I'm just excited for more Daredevil, honestly. Uh I want them to have another movie to you know, just redo. You know. Um the first one was you don't like that. You don't like Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like um Ryan Reynolds uh Green Lantern is like yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds knew his mistake and he made he corrected it later. So yeah. I appreciate him for that. <laughs> um, like, same with Ben. He, he sucked at being Daredevil. Like, and see, like, mm, like, Evanescence was the best thing out of that Daredevil movie. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I loved, I loved the Electra movie, but again, y'all whitewashed it. So. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, loved it though. Um, but yeah, oh. moving on to <laughs> Game of Thrones, House of Dragon. This one kind of got a little controversy too, just a little bit. Uh, yes. yeah, I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. Trailer though, Michael Clark Duncan was was well. I just like Mark, Michael Clark. Duncan, rest in peace. But um, he he was a decent kingpin. I'll give him that. Um, the House of Dragon, House Targaryens. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for them white-haired mofo's. <laughs> yes, they yes, are. Guys. I mean, all the histories with the houses were like, eh, like. I don't know what the word would be for it. Cringe? I don't know. As far as like uh, the sleeping around and sleeping with who and all that, but Targaryen was a special kind of whew. Um, I am interested to see the original like dragon, so um, like that part I'm excited for. And we actually have <laughs> black characters in this one. Game of Thrones, I'm looking at you, who decided that you're going to have the only black characters, no, not the only black characters, but the main source of your black characters were all ones who were castrated, so there was that. Ew. This one, we actually have black characters. It's like, thank you. So That's good. Yeah. But, um, I know a lot of people were like, I gave Game of Thrones a chance, and they butchered the final season, which is understandable, but it is a prequel. Prequels can be hit or miss, but I think this won't be a hit. Um, I'll watch a couple episodes. I I wouldn't lie. I I will watch a couple episodes. Um, controversy was that apparently <laughs> in the editing process, the producers, directors, whoever, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna cut the violence a little bit, but keep the sexual assault because we want we want that part to be as historically accurate as possible." Yeah, I mean they're not wrong. That is very historically accurate, but, but it's a fantasy a piece. I was like, yeah, it's like it's not a historical piece. Um, 
So less on the trauma? Yeah. And more on the violence? Thank you. But they were like, no, no, it's going to be too violent. But that assault, though, keep that. But I, but I want, it's dragons. How much more violent can we get? <laughs> I want violence. I want fire. I want blood. I want the Red Wedding part two. That was actually a really a prequel to the Red Wedding. <laughs> I want all of that. <laughs> I uh, like, oh. Yeah. I didn't want the show to be good. I just thought it was... Oh, I think it was men. I thought it was a weird decision to be like, yeah, cut down on the gore, but but keep that assault. Uh, is yes. Arya Stark in this? No. <laughs> Dallas, no. <laughs> no. Oh, Dallas. <laughs> I love that, but no. <laughs> this is before she was even a thought. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh. Arya would have had to time travel to get to this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So um that that was the controversy, which I was like, see <laughs> men and men's uh, in charge in Hollywood. I mm, why? Like they're a multiverse and never watch Game of Thrones. Oh, oh. Watch everything except the last couple of episodes uh, in the final season. Yes. yes. Correct. Um, If you want to watch it. But yeah, that would be my recommendation. And just pretend that the final season. I don't know. I don't know. In the, I don't know what you prefer in the final season, but just pretend that what actually happened didn't happen in, in the final few episodes. That, that, that didn't happen. I don't know what happened to that show. It just fell off. Um, literally just fell off. Uh, I there was no last season. Like we got half a season, and it was just over. That the final episodes just disappeared. Who knows? Um, I was more so mad because like (laughs) that was while I was in training, right? So we already had limited TV access. So I was happy we got to see Game of Thrones, (laughs) and then it ended the way it ended. I'm just like, well. I was like, I could have just, y- y'all could just put it on CNN or some shit. Like, damn. <laughs> My favorite is um, them telling us that basically that we all broke voice and that our TVs are just bad with it being dark. <laughs> and I had, so I love that um, Mike explained that to me. I was like, I'll come through a film degree. Um, because when he's explaining, like, no, they were just hiding their mistakes. That's why it was so dark. Yeah. I was like, oh. Like the Starbucks like, cup. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> like, because there was no reason at all for that whole night scene to be dark and where you couldn't see it at all. <laughs> like, that was ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Um, Talk about phoning in. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh gosh oh lord <laughs> but yeah uh wait but yeah it's like i can't wait for it um especially because i get to see matt smith in a something else again because another doctor who alum uh is in something else because i love me everybody i love me some doctor who uh so he's in this now too and Wait, who's getting a movie? Um, uh, Expanse. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, they're giving it the Firefly treatment. 
damn. Or they get a sh- or you get a movie out of it. You know them Firefly fans are still reeling. Girl, I'm a brown coat. Yes. <laughs> like Josh Whedon is trash. We can all say that. But oh my gosh, Firefly was such a good show, and it was cut before its time. And Serenity loved the movie as well. But then. It's just if we would have went longer with the show, then we could have had washed longer, and we wouldn't have that whole that still trauma uh, with the leaf in the wind. And, um, <laughs> so I said that on like I said that on a date once, and the guy got the reference, and he was like, "I was like, you watch Firefly?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Yes!" Like, oh my god! Jeez, um, yeah. what's up? Um, but yeah. Is excited for I'm not gonna call I forgot what the show is even called but I, I just keep calling it House Targaryen House of Dragons <laughs> House of Dragons I just keep calling it House Targaryen so I'm like it's I'm Jaded Dragon like of course I want to see the show about dragons. <laughs> um like yeah so I'm I'm definitely watching that can't wait I will that's one of those shows I actually will watch weekly I hate watching shows weekly and uh. I am not going to binge it. I am going to watch it every <laughs> single week. And then I will give my critique on it. So if y'all don't want to watch it, I will watch it for you. That'd be a nice uh, stream series. Right? That would. What, dragon on Dragons. Boom. There we go. There. Look at that. It's like, so starting with August. Yep. There you go. Dragon on Dragon series. <laughs> Um, all right. Moving on, kind of wrapped up the trailer releases of Comic Con. I know there was other stuff too, but we just wanted to talk about the trailers and nerd out a little bit. Um, but yeah. Uh, moving on to our Twitch watch segment. There we go. Um, it wasn't a lot of updates. Um, so it's really two updates. TwitchCon overseas is going to be in Paris next year. Next summer. I'm assuming summer. Um, It's going to be in Paris next year. So, you know, plan accordingly, uh, depending on where they put the U.S. location. Um, And and there's a like, tra- uh, yeah, video out for it already and all that, Um, which makes me curious. I was like, I wonder where TwitchCon 2023 is going, going to be this year or next year. Cause I'm not going this year, um, unless some weird force makes it happen. But not going this year. But I am planning to go next year. So, um, you'll probably. Well, I don't know. I haven't been on Twitch that long, obviously. So, uh, and when we got on, it was Panorama at peak. So you know they didn't have TwitchCon in person. It was all virtual. Um, so just FYI, Paris for overseas. Uh. Next year's U.S. location, TBD. Um, but I'm assuming it'll be somewhere where the Twitch headquarters is. So, like, probably San Diego again, if I had to guess. Um, if y'all been on Twitch longer, y'all correct me. Uh-huh. And then Twitch update, kind of on the admin side. Twitch has updated its appeals, uh, frequently asked questions. So... Just FYI, if you get suspended for 30 days or less, you may only submit one appeal per enforcement. Uh, for indefinite suspensions, you may only submit one appeal in a six-month period per indefinite enforcement. So, 
Um, basically, 30 days or less, one appeal uh, for enforcement because you're not suspended for that long anyway. Indefinite, one appeal every six months. Yeah, I'll just be careful. Um, yeah, just be careful. Yep. Delete Vaz if they have like super copyrighted music. Um, don't be out here showing your stuffs. Uh, I know some people do it, but you know how Twitch be. Um, let's see. I really don't know if they penalize the mic licking. Um, I don't think they do. <laughs> Which is so unfair. Like <laughs> a lot of the things that you can get away with versus what you cannot, it's just, it's, it's baffling. So um, it's so baffling because it's like the some the words you can say on an everyday basis and or on YouTube you can't say on Twitch. I'm just like not even cuss words. But all right. Oh, you don't know about the the mics. See, super um, super has like a curated follower list. Um, oh, yeah. So, so this lovely mic right here, they, <laughs> they they put something on there, right? And it looks like something else, um, and like a ear or whatever. And they yeah. can see to um, uh, there's not an elegant way to say it, so I'm just gonna say it. They deep throat the mic. They give it that gong gong. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, the yeah, all that, <laughs> all of it, all of it, like all oh, of it, and they categorize oh, it, that's... they categorize it under ASMR, yes, because there's like, like I can't even do the hand motions, but on the mic, so yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's what happens, yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, it's a lot, yeah. It's a lot. I feel bad for people who go to ASMR for other reasons other than that. They need they need to hurry up and go ahead and like you said, put the dark twitch yes. uh, twitch after dark category so that can go right on in there. Cause like yeah, they keep talking about how like, oh, your content because kids are on here, but like but then you allow things like that. So I'm right. like it's really confusing. Right. So some things are okay, but some aren't, and you're so afraid of children seeing certain things, and it's a platform that children can be on. But then, if you, but it's not my fault that I I put my stuff as a mature audience, and you got to be 18 to get in here, and you're still watching it, but you're mad that they're having access to it. Whereas, at least if you make a dark alley Twitch category. And you can have it to where it goes off of their account restrictions so it knows, like, you have to verify your age or something like that. And then if they lie about their age, that's, that's on them. them. Talk to your mammy, not me. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. All of that. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's not soothing. Like, it's just not it's not for asmr that's that's my big gripe about it. it's like you're taking something that people go to for soothing purposes and it's like okay it's soothing to some demographic because they keep doing it right but it's not soothing to the people <laughs> to other people who go there for other reasons um yeah it's it's a whole thing uh for like uh neurodivergent people to go uh yeah 
Um, so that that would that's my main gripe gripe about it. It's like there should be a section for that, and it's not ASMR. Shit, just put it in just chatting. Um, I prefer that because everything can go in just chatting. Yeah, that would that would be my temporary solution until we get the uh dark gallery or Twitch up. But all right, deep dive time. So, um, this debate has been going on for a minute, mainly because Twitch was kind of Twitch was slipping with the hate raids and stuff last year. People weren't feeling protected, so they were like, "I'm gonna move to YouTube." Then Black History happened, and uh, you know that whole mess, and people weren't feeling valued. So it was like, "I'm moving to YouTube." Then, um, let's see, uh. There are some random bans on the platform, random suspensions. I'm moving to YouTube. The shooting happened. I'm moving to YouTube. That was dumb. Um, I'm sorry. It just was because I'm just like, they live stream on YouTube too because I'm just like, all right. Um, <laughs> but that was dumb personally to me. Um, anyways, uh, now recession, recession is hitting. And once again, the talks of now it's diversify your platforms, which I agree with um but people people weren't just like i'm moving to youtube uh when they get to it's just it just comes up every other time it's like that's how it comes off now i'm just like i haven't been on this platform for a long time but god damn y'all say that a lot um please make that a soundbite please like i just wanted to just be like i'm moving to youtube i want that so bad please uh, oh, it's just it's just a lot okay <laughs> um so we're gonna revisit the twitch versus youtube debate because something happened on my platform that i was like wow okay i think i figured it out at least how it would work for me because i've been very against youtube live streaming not that anything's wrong with youtube live streaming I just don't like the interface and the moderation doesn't feel as good as it does here on Twitch. Um, but, um, so something happened posted. I, I had stopped posting for a minute. I think the last thing I posted before this month was like, um, some cuts, uh, when I was playing Xenoblade, the first Xenoblade got the average 20, 30 views. I was like, okay, so then I was like, I've been talking about doing Kingdom Hearts series and all that. Let me just post this theory video from because a big interview with the creator, Nomura, uh, Tetsuya Nomura came out uh, in June. So I was like, well, I didn't have enough time to do it that week. I was like, OK, but I'm I'm going to do a theory video about what he said. Um, so I posted it. And it it didn't blow up, blow up like in the thousands, but it was like 10 times more than I usually got within a week and a half. And then by two weeks, it hit 300. And I was like, I think I hit something here. So I went and did some research um, and noticed that the things I did for that video specifically were things that would help you grow on YouTube if you weren't into the live streaming aspect. Because let's be real, live streaming YouTube is actually not, I won't say it's rare, but the YouTube I know is a lot of produced videos and then you post, um, whether it be long form, short form, a short, it's still a produced video that you record offline 
and posts. So that's what I was used to. And that's why I see a lot of partners do. So, um, even though the fastest way to probably get subscribers is to live stream on YouTube. So, um, did some research. I realized that, um, by using keywords, using a fairly niche topic that had a strong fandom and obviously putting work into the thumbnail, make sure the audio is on point, uh, make sure editing was on point. Those are, those are big things. You, you gotta put in work to do YouTube. Um, it actually worked pretty well. So I was like, okay, I just got lucky. Let's try this again. Did another video posted it Tuesday and is currently at hang on hang on hang on this isn't me bragging i'm just giving the stats at this point uh huh toot that horn i i just want to give a anecdotal experience i'm not trying to like toot horn but uh oh yeah so as of as of now as i'm looking at the my analytics it's at 105 views um, I actually got dude, I gotta check my because I, I had a, the count of like how many people subscribe, but I definitely got maybe nine subscribers between the video I did two weeks ago and the video now. It was it was exponential um for a for a channel that just started because I just started my YouTube January, honestly. Like seriously doing YouTube, I just started doing it January. So, um, so yeah, so saying all this because, um, what I'm seeing now is like, it's a technique. It wasn't luck. So it was like, okay, so I have a lane I can be in for YouTube, still work on YouTube, split my time. Um, even though we're under exclusivity clause, I don't plan on live streaming to both platforms at any time soon. Because I don't like YouTube live streaming. Um, but um, yeah, I think what is going on and, all, and there's there are some pretty helpful videos of, you know, how do you grow on YouTube? Which honestly, I don't see on Twitch. Do you know if there are videos? Have you ever seen a video like have you ever seen a video posted on YouTube of like how to grow your Twitch screen? twitch stream or how to get to that magic 75 or anything like that just like in passing i think it's one of those exactly <laughs> exactly that, that, that is not calling out your lurkers all our uh, ninja um <laughs> exactly oh, <yeah>. PG. <laughs> <laughs> not really I no i love Side, side note, I love the TG videos. Because if <laughs> anybody who doesn't realize and like would take that seriously doesn't get the satire. <laughs> right? That would be hilarious. And they'd be like, why? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, the, that's not what you're supposed to do. But okay. <laughs> but yeah. It's the reason most of the comments are LOL, but you know. Um. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so I, I, so there are a lot of videos for like helping, you know, grow your subscribers, how to do your videos, how to do your analytics, uh, not my videos are helpful, <laughs> um, for YouTube specifically. So I just happened to like watch one. And I was like, oh, so what I did and what I like kind of did 
um kind of by instinct i was like oh that worked and it's like and it was basically the same thing they were saying just like with some tweaks in it so i was like oh cool all right all of that to say i don't so my hot take if you want to call it a hot take is that i don't think youtube is necessarily harder um i think it'll just take some getting used to now if editing is not your thing i totally understand and you can't afford an editor at you know at this time it's like totally understand why you don't want to do youtube because it is a lot of editing um if you are into editing though um i don't think it's like a hard i think what's hard is like reframing because twitch you can kind of like be kind of everywhere with what your channel is right like i don't have to stick to podcasting every day or i don't have to stick to xenoblade or jrpd jrpgs every stream or indies or fighting games or shooters if i ever get it back on apex so i don't have to stick to those uh i could be variety and still grow like and i think reframing it is like it's better to start small as you in youtube world it's better to start small with the niche and then broaden out rather than sometimes you start big on twitch as far as like ideas and stuff and narrow it down it's kind of what i've seen kind of like the opposite effect um so finding a niche being consistent um promoting obviously um so i'm gonna play my youtube a little bit more um live streams do help uh if you are a gamer but for what me personally i'm doing i don't like to do i don't want to do live streams so i don't mind doing that marathon oh that's the other thing that's the other thing i think people think youtube is hard because they tend to grow faster on twitch but youtube is really a youtube is literally a marathon like the guy said it takes like 100 videos about 100 videos on average to get a solid community whereas on twitch not necessarily always the case because people can get partner in six months um or a year or a year and a half but uh yeah it's like it's more of a youtube is a marathon of marathons i'll put it that way um as opposed to twitch where it's like it kind of depends on you and how you are alive uh so i don't know i think it's just different strengths that you got to figure out uh but that's that that's my hot take if you want to call it a hot take like i don't think it's hard i think it just takes a little bit longer once you narrow down what your niche is um but your editing and and mic definitely gotta be on point um but yeah okay uh a different set of rules, yeah. A different set of rules, and TikTok's a different set of rules too. Uh, yeah. I've noticed something like my reels on IG do way better than my reels on TikTok now. I'm just like, what happened? Um, it's the same thing. I don't be on TikTok, so I I rarely on it. I'm still but like, I'm still not into the TikTok suppressing. So I'm just like, it's like I'm on it, but it's just like, eh, eh, yeah, eh. I rather like, I rather use IG and Twitter um yeah it's like analytics for um instagram are interesting they are uh they 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 be pretty okay they be okay yeah <laughs> they be <all> right. <laughs> for like live stories and stuff like that like, 
Uh, Ooh, black video game protagonists would be cool. Both are hard, but they're different difficulty. Yes. Because like I said, if that was the other thing, it was like, it, it was kind of validating. I think I said in a post last week or we, yeah, it had to be last week. I think I said in a post, I was like, okay, so seeing good results from the videos I did where it was me voicing over edited stuff I did, um, it was validating to see it's like, so my editing is in the right direction. But that's the other thing. You got to make sure your editing is good. Um, like I said, if you're not into editing, then YouTube is not going to be your friend. Um, unless you just do live streams. And even then, I would say so. OK, let me backtrack for the people who, for the people who are constantly saying I'm going to YouTube. Um, yes, I'll make that sound bite because I know Jay was that. Oh, <laughs> I just want like a super cut of like I so that way when something happens, it's like I'm going to YouTube. Like, I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to YouTube. For the people who say that. who say that like every other quarter or every quarter, um, <laughs> they tend to be like, I'm a live stream on YouTube, right? And it's like, but sure you probably will get more subscribers versus I don't even know if you get more subscribers versus more followers. I actually don't know because I don't live stream on YouTube. So if there's a getting a subscribers fast argument, yeah, I will allow that one. Um, but as far as like views, it's easy to get your 4,000 watch hours if you stream for four hours and a thousand people watch it. So I can see how that can help, but it, I think it's just more so over time, like, I say this it's just it's a different quality i don't think it's sustainable yeah because i don't know and i don't know the monetization side of like i know they do ads and that's what i'm thinking about because produce videos ads are already there live streams i imagine it's about the same thing as twitch with uh you know while we're live the ads would be rolling if i turned on ads um but I don't know. I just feel like it's, mm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just very against live streaming too. That that could be my thing. I'm just more of like, yeah. produce feels like it's a little more sustainable though. Cause it's evergreen. That's the thing. Um, even though live streams are evergreen too, but it's something about having a video that you can talk about something that's like I said, kind of a little more niche or like if it's funny, it's going to be funny for a while. Unless it's an insult comedy, which in case, you know, uh, you like other people and move to Patreon after you defend your problematic friend. Um, but yes, yeah, just, I, I think the produce side is just more friendly for the evergreen as opposed to live stream. But again, if you're into the live streaming, um, interface of youtube that's fine like because that, that is a fairly easy way to get partnered but i know for the people who like to edit and do produce videos that's more so what i'm speaking to is like it is possible to do that and you don't have to live stream if you don't want to live stream like me because that's the biggest complaint that i've heard so far is like i can do produce videos i can do my edited vods or edited clips or whatever i don't want to live stream on youtube that's kind of the biggest thing i've heard from streamers who 
want to diversify. So there's a way to do it. Just got you just basically just got to pick a topic and stick with it or pick. Yeah. Pick a site. Um, there's a way. It's not. Like I said, like it's kind of like TG said, said, both are difficult. It's just different forms of difficulty. And you got to figure out which one you're willing to stick with. Um, so that that's my experience, short experience over the past couple weeks that apparently is working. Um, I'll, I'm going to give it a full month to see what the results are. Um, cause like what I'm doing, I could, oh, that's the other thing that the video I watched said, do something that you could do that you can make 20 videos of that you make a hundred videos of that you could keep talking about for a good couple of years. Cause that's kind of going to be your lane, at least until you get partnered and monetize and get that, those milestones of the 10,000, a hundred thousand subscribers. Um, and then you can branch out. Um, you don't have to wait till hundred subscribers, hundred thousand subscribers to branch out, but it's just easier. So yeah, um, yeah, that's been my spiel. I was long winded. My bad. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts though? Well, I catch up with no. the <laughs> comments <laughs> on YouTube. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, no, I totally agree with him. Realistically, though, um, you said it all. <laughs> Uh, because <laughs> like YouTube is definitely not my realm mm-hmm. whatsoever. That is a whole different beast. Um, like probably eventually, if I'm if I stop being lazy and like put my mind to things, I could probably dive in. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, let's see. Already see streaming platforms. I'm telling you, if they get into a partnership with uh, Nappy Boy Gaming, that'd be dope. Yes, yes, it would. I don't know if they would, but I would like that very much. Um, I'm sure they get along with T Pain. Um, I don't know if they ever met though, but yeah, that conversation should happen. Um, yeah. Yeah, biggest thing, honestly, on all platforms, the biggest thing is consistency, which like life be lifing. So I think yeah. some platforms are a little more forgiving. Uh, like Instagram, for example, I can say this. Uh, my Instagram was dead. <laughs> I didn't care for it. And <laughs> then I started posting some more and like it's been on the upturn because I hadn't posted in a while. But I know because all streamers fear this. If I go on a break for about a good month, or if I'm just like inconsistent on Twitch for a good one to two months, like I have been, that's a little less forgiving because like no longer consistent. People get out of the habit of expecting you at certain times. So like, I mean, it's understandable. Like they're not beholden to you. They don't have to come to your stream, but it's kind of the thing of like, I know if I go on break, probably gonna lose some people or if i know that okay this happened i can't stream as much probably gonna lose some people or even change the schedule probably gonna lose some people on twitch so um certain platforms are more forgiving than others uh as far as the consistency goes yeah i see youtube is a little more forgiving on consistency as well because i didn't post i posted my xenoblade cuts 
and left it alone for like two, three weeks, posted again and like, okay, that did better. Um, but I know if I'm doing what I'm doing now with the theory videos, I probably would have to be a little more consistent. Um, but I know it's like going to be there unless I'm just super late on something. If a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts come out, for example, and I'm just like two months uh, behind on that, that would probably be less forgiving than if I was like a week late on it. So, um, yeah, let's find out what's going to be a little more forgiving on the consistency as well, because I know that's that's a big thing um, to keep the momentum going, as they say. I hate that it contributes to grind culture, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, so are you going to make a TV guide app for streamers follow? <laughs> so follow straight inform. I I like that idea, but um, all right. Anything else? Because like I said, I was long winded on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Good. Well, I'm good on that. Thank you. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I. It, it was just like a little nugget of discovery. I was like, oh, it works. And after just like a couple research videos, I was like, cool, okay, I know what to do now. It's, it's good to have a plan going for it. Um, but yeah. Um, that would be my take. Obviously, I'm not partnered on there yet, so if it changes, I'll let you know. But for now, that kind of looks like what the formula is. Uh, and like I said, I'll be posting there at least weekly. Uh, I'm going to do my best to be weekly, um, with some clips in between. So, all right. Maybe right on long. So, do y'all care? Yeah. Uh, which one we want to hit first? We want to hit the, oh wait, you, you had one. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elon. Oh, Elon, Elon, Elon. What do you do now? I'm tired uh, of Elon. Can I keep him out on Twitter yet? Right. Can we do that? So, like, remember how last week I told y'all about how he had a whole set of twins uh, that were born a little bit oh, after yeah. his baby? Yeah. Um, this man has just—he just be planting his seed everywhere. I swear. Um. So yeah. So he. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. Um. Yeah. So allegedly, reportedly, mm-hmm. um, Elon Musk uh, was having an affair with the Google's with Google's co-founder, uh, Sergey Brin. Brian. Uh, so which is what led to their divorce. Yeah, because I didn't know that. Like that's something that I wouldn't know. Period. I don't follow. Yeah, but it's hey, made cat. news because it's like, hey, cat. Uh, yeah. So they had uh, they had an alleged affair. Um, it wouldn't be so terrible, and it wouldn't be. It would normally be like a talk about this town thing. It's the fact that they they were friends. He's in, he had invested money in his uh, companies, like he they said he invested it within Tesla in 2018, five hundred thousand dollars, so half a million dollars he invested in Tesla in 2018. That's your homeboy. You he, he was he was tapping the wife. 
So just so I'm clear, so, yeah. the homeboy invested half a million dollars into your company <laughs> as you were <laughs> and he's yep. Alright. Yeah, so um so Sergey went ahead and had his accountants and he's been slowly pulling all his money in from anything dealing with uh, Elon that he's ever invested in. So all his money, like stocks and things like that, he's diluting down. He's taking it all out. I was like, so that makes me feel that this alleged is not so alleged just because you don't just do that to a friend who's making you money. Um, yeah, so he's make, he's separating that money. I feel like that'd be the last thing I do if my friend invested half a million dollars into my company. And it was, and I'm guessing he, I'm guessing Sergey wasn't cool with it, right? Like it wasn't like, hey, take my wife type of. No, because like they were already getting a divorce, but he found out about the affair in the midst of the divorce. So this happened before they were divorced, before they were separated. He just found out about it after they had already filed. So Elon just don't, he don't, that man, again, he put it everywhere. He got, he got his CEO, or not CEO, but like one of his heads of the company pregnant. He got a billion, it's like he. Billionaires be wildin'. Are there any good billionaires in the world? Maybe Warren Buffett. Right. He just be chilling. That's about it. You I mean, Bill, stuff to schools. Bill Gates is cool too, but he cheated on his wife. I don't know if it, I don't know if his wife was happy about that. That's the only reason why I was like, eh. Bill Gates is sus, a little too something something. We were just talking about that this weekend. <laughs> we're like something. He just feels like one of those people that yeah, something uh, something might not be yeah, right. Like yeah, something, something. I don't know because out that whole thing when they got divorced that was hilarious because <laughs> of the fact that. Your whole family rented out an island. They're like, you're not allowed to come. Yes. Because your wife was like, so you're not coming. I'm telling the family that we're getting a divorce. You are not allowed to be here. <laughs> oh, was like, it was. She was like, nope. So I'm like, for that to happen and your family be like, yup, dad, you messed up. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, billionaires. But yeah, it's like, Child, if anybody ever invested half a million dollars into me, I'm not doing anything to get on their bad side. Exactly. I'm not gonna... I'm gonna be on your good side. Like, you kind of... You might be family at that point. Correct. <laughs> that kind of money, you're family. You're family. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's... But again, the Musk family is weird because, I mean, look at the daddy marrying stepdaughter will uh, all right moving on so yeah. oh, they don't ahead. care they don't i was like yeah so the musk family they still don't care at all all right we're gonna go overseas for a bit uh first to spain and then for the english tea um but first to spain so I'm still debating on this if this is good or eh or it's not bad. Good or eh. I'm leaning towards good though. But okay. So the Spanish government uh made a proclamation basically. Uh they're running a campaign promoting beach body positivity, uh, and saying every woman's body is beach ready. 
so my first reading on this, I was like, so what? Could they not wear anything they wanted at the beach? And then I thought about it a little more. I was like, no, because you know what? Fat phobia is a whole thing. And like there are beaches. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I'm sure there are in, in certain parts of the United States, but I know there are beaches that have some rules of like, well, you can't show yada, yada, yada. And really they're kind of being fat phobic. Um, towards women who like are bigger, uh, who would want to wear two piece, like, like stuff like that. It's like, I, I am pretty certain there are beaches around in the, area in the country that have like these modesty clauses so um probably not as much uh as they were say years ago but definitely still there um i also know overseas in europe they kind of waffle a little bit because they're like well you can't wear too much because they're trying to disguise their islamophobia is like well don't wear burgers you're wearing too much to the beach um yeah it kind of waffles back and forth to that to well don't show everything but also don't wear your burgers burkas um because that still looks scary to us uh oh, yeah. <laughs> um i don't know if they if they've gotten rid of that uh law or rule or policy but i know it was like um a whole thing about five six years ago so yeah that was that was the thing so um it's still a thing now still a thing so yeah so um now that i think about it i don't know if this is part of it but i hope it's just for body positivity and not your coded islamophobia so um but yeah spanish government's running a campaign for that so like i'm leaning towards good I guess I don't live in Spain, so I don't know how fat, how much fat phobia persists there. But I'm leaning towards good. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Spain, I you know that's the one thing I didn't ask because I've had like uh, people I know who's gone uh, and talk about like the black black experience there, mm. but not for. Um, body wise just because like I I'm a whole glamazon BBW so like I will probably say that. Um so like these are things I think of when going places mm-hmm. and uh it's very like thick thighs do save lives. They do. They do. They do. And like we can go into spaces where you feel so so comfortable, yeah. And like like this weekend, space felt so comfortable. You're confident in yourself. Uh, you just feel very powerful with it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you go, you might travel places to where all of a sudden it's like, oh, like that you got people staring at you and stuff. Is like, yeah, I know why you're staring, but goddamn, like. Can I help you? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like you you want something? Like I mean it ain't I bite, but it ain't gonna bite. So like what's <laughs> up? Um, um, but no, so it's like I always wonder because I haven't heard much about Spain, but I know like I somebody on my Facebook call, they were in um 
Portugal and somewhere else recently. Mm-hmm. She might have been in Spain. But they were talking about how like they went to the nude beaches there and everything and it was so comfortable and like really nobody really bats an eye uh, because it's just a normal occurrence and everybody just kind of doing their thing. It's not like a... Which that is true when you go into spaces that are... Uh, people aren't like looking at you lustfully like oh, yeah body, oh, and being creepy about it it's like no this is literally just like a cultural thing it's part of life here like everybody's naked it's a shame i only experienced that yeah. like overseas right like and they have it here they do um it's just not as common and then also because america is america um so the book no <laughs> lights and sh- oh my it's, ceiling lights went off that's a, what got yeah. dark out of nowhere okay yes girl because like <laughs> i got the my green screens in a different position so it threw me off a little bit it got darker than it usually does and i was like why <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> but yeah like uh certain countries they really don't bet an eye and it's just kind of one of those things that's just affect life it's a normal thing um and within American culture, because they put a uh, standard on beauty, um, but it is very unrealistic, which is really funny because they put these standard on these women. And when you look at magazines, even those women don't look like those women on magazines. <laughs> like that's photoshopped. They yeah. even photoshop who you're supposed to look like. Right. They don't even look like that in real life. So it's like. And even in the selfies, it's like it. Photoshop is one thing, right? But even the selfies is like, even if it's not Photoshop, people still like flex their muscles certain ways. Like, yeah. I'm trying to see. So like, like I can show my collarbone here and you know, like, like my collarbone's right. popping, but like, like, yeah, it's just different things. Like, I know that if you take a picture, it looks better. If you cut, which is like the weirdest thing, where if you push your head out, yeah, you look so uncomfortable, but when you're doing it in picture, you can't notice and like, but it makes your face look slimmer and like yep. different ways you can do things and like to do stuff, push your lips a certain way. Like it's just different stuff like that. Um, so like you learn how, and it's just weird. Uh, I really hope that their whole promoting beach body positivity uh, is what it is and it's actually promoting yeah. positivity. Um, I think in Spain it might be a little bit like more I believe because I'm in a couple different like travel groups mm. and it's like I've not heard anybody say anything like negative towards Spain. Okay. So yeah so I was like I've had travel most places I've traveled to has not been like a negative experience. No it's been you. Yeah I was like I've been cat called. That was weird. I get cat called at work. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. When it's in another language, though, and you be like, oh, I'm just yeah, that's get true. Them <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it's like eh, stranger danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of want to go to Spain like now. <laughs> no, nah, oh, I got a ghost. Oh yeah, no, because if. Uh, and y'all about to hear it because I need my lights on now. Alexa, turn lights on. <laughs> I need a light. Because I got my ring. Uh, I just got, it was like, boom. and I'm sorry, Dallas, if yours went off. <laughs> else one. <laughs> um, not a plug or a sponsor, but yeah. 
but Amazon, if you want to, because we are technically on your platform. Technically, we are working for you. So you can go ahead and slice some bread over to us and we'll be all right. Yeah. Send some cheddar this way. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, as of now, get on the Spanish government. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Head on over to the UK for the English tea. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... <laughs> it's just funny. Um... <laughs> I don't, uh, I honestly don't care about it, but it's just funny what the reactions were. So apparently, according to an anonymous source uh, in a publication, they revealed that Prince William was having, is having uh, an affair. Um, and and I'm not kink shaming. Let me like, let me set that disc- uh, disclaimer out now. Not kink shaming at all, because like, you know, it is what it is. So is claiming or is having an affair was having an affair. The reason being was because Prince William is into pegging. Okay. Kate was not into pegging. Uh, so apparently Kate was like, you go find somebody to do that with because I'm not into it. Just don't fall in love with her. And Prince William was like, babe, cool. All right. Um, then yeah, he's been having an affair because he, wants to he likes getting big um and the brits were on fire <laughs> with all their refinery uh <laughs> no that was it that that was that was the news um then yeah it's not it's one of those things like if it were in america with all with everything that we've seen with celebrities and politicians and their kids it's like okay but because it's a British royal family, or yeah, the British royal family, like <laughs> it's just funny because now it's a scandal. It's not a scandal here, but it's a scandal. <laughs> not Peggy Hill. <laughs> um, what happened to not what happened to patient confidentiality? That's a good question though. Um, I don't think I don't think he hired her. I think. Well, I don't know if he hired her. I don't know. These are unanswered questions. Oh, um, right. Questions that need answers. Yeah. So. For this. Hey, listen. If it's consensual, in case like, yeah, I'm fine with that because I don't want to do it. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah. Um. Good for them. <laughs> that's actually fairly progressive. Um. And then this is something that. First of all, a lot of men are actually into. So we're not even going to like say that like if we want to get like really technical, that's that's where you get the most stimulation from men. Yeah. Just saying. Um, like it really it truly is. Um, and without getting making this into like a jaded talk. <laughs> um so but just know, yeah, that's that's where it's yeah, for men, that's where it is. Right, your camera um, I'm all for this. Uh oh. You get, you get. Okay, and I'm over here just like, let me find out, old ball headed Prince Will, <laughs> and some freaky stuff. Let me find out. It's a boy. No, Jake. <laughs> boy. <laughs> I don't want his ball headed ass, but um, and I say that, and I love, I, I like bald men, um, but I'm not saying it in the nice way of him calling bald headed. <laughs> 
because he, he they know they're trifling from um how they did megan right yeah. uh that's all, why he a bald-headed ass man <laughs> all that they did to, did to megan i think they threw her name under the bus again the week the week before this came out um mm-hmm. and he also was like i don't know why my mom was uh well if, if y'all don't know his mom was princess diana who uh died in a car wreck because she's being uh like chased and assaulted by paparazzi at the time um but he said something in an interview he was like yeah i don't know why my mom was so paranoid about uh charles and camilla um charles being his dad who ended up marrying camilla yeah so um daddy's side piece yeah yeah uh (laughs) but yeah it's like go ahead all y'all um prince will living your truth if this is true living your truth um, it's fun over here. We it, <laughs> look. There's a community of people that will accept you willingly, and they'd be like, "Hey, be the face, be the face, <laughs> um, be the royal face." Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, like, yeah, but it's just it's funny, just because not uh like the pegging itself but it's just funny because they're so refined and like <laughs> oh and like this is just something that's like shaking the table so <laughs> love yeah. it again i love this <laughs> it's so it is just funny imagining them clutching their pearls just in a Brit- british accent right i've, I've been giggling yeah. at the memes all day right you put, what where <laughs> <laughs> Pegging? What's pegging? Uh oh, so many people were asking what's pegging. I was uh, like, y'all don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. They'd probably be like, you mean Peppa? Like, no, pegging. Peppa? Pegging. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, oh <laughs> pegging. Yeah, Queenie probably upset. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, never. (laughs) Like, uh, love this. Oh, it's when one right (laughs) blue. I I would have done the in my worst British accent. I'm sorry for any uh people across the pond Uh, fellow streamers that we enjoy but i'm sorry that i'm butchering this accent but it's just hilarious to me (laughs) it's one one bloke (laughs) it's one bloke likes pogo sticks (laughs) oh yeah oh egging one one bloke likes pogo sticks (laughs) it's like oh Oh, thank you, Kane, for that. Thank you. Providing <laughs> source of entertain- entertainment. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, y'all know, because we all know what I'm all about. Uh, so I'm all for this. Uh, still hilarious. Um, so yeah, just, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I thought I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And I, then I thought about it, I was like, Oh wait, that's funny, <laughs> right? Like, like you said, if it was just like some American celebrity or just a celebrity in general, right? It'd have been like, oh, okay, like, like, uh, like Quentin Tarantino, he has a foot fetish. Everybody knows that, but it's not like some like, oh, type right. of thing. 
Um, but like because he's Gary's a part of the royal family, it's like <laughs> Willie likes Willie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Listen, they were horrible in Megan, so I don't care. Oh <laughs> right. Um probably have a British slang for pagan like knob and mesh. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, okay, that was fun. Um, it it was. See, warranty is fun. All right. <laughs> Moving on to our weekly roundup. Um, so doing a recall from last week. Yeah, it was last week. Um, time has the concept of time has just gotten weird since the pandemic. But anyway. Doing a recap um, or a recall from last week. Uh, y'all remember we were talking about the Sesame Place wildin' um, and Sesame Street not claiming them people and all that. So, update. Baltimore family uh, has sued Sesame Place for $25 million claiming racial discrimination. Uh, family claims several characters discriminate against black children at the park. We saw that. Um, and lawsuit seats $25 million damages from the owners and operators of Sesame Place for civil rights violations, breach of contract, and other causes of action. And Sesame Place's public relations responded in a statement saying, we will, we will review the lawsuit filed on behalf of Mr. Burns. We look forward to addressing that claim through the established legal process. Yeah, boilerplate language. Uh, we're committed to deliver an inclusive, equitable, and entertaining experience for all, I guess. Boilerplate language. Pretty much. Um, get on there for suing. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Good. I would say, yeah, they definitely, because that's it. It's one thing, and I know how some people are like, well, why would you sue? But it's like, it's so that way they can be held accountable. Yeah. Because this is not something, uh, we, like, again, like we said last week, it's one thing if it was something happening, like if it was like a one-off thing, and yeah. like kind of explain away that, like right? Good to explain away, but still, you can explain away. Uh, but for this to be a consistent thing that you're showing, and it's it's happening over and over again, and multiple families are going are showing it and like improving that you're doing this. Mm-mm. Take their money. <laughs> like no and because an apology is not going to cut it for you being just be like oh we're sorry okay so you know I need something to happen because sorry is not going to cut it are you going to reprimand these employees or what are you teaching your employees like how far up the chain does this go is it just on their own volition that they're doing this or is this literally like y'all like hey fucking black kids right and uh it's like no it needs to have something other than like a we're sorry. Like the episode of South Park. Sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> like that no, that's not gonna cut it. No. Uh Sesame Street was fizz, I'm sure. I can imagine. Elmo probably almost reignited his beef. Oh, it's getting late. I understand. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 
I I do not blame them. Um, but yeah, get on them. Ben's like like uh, oh, that's where the exclamation point was. My bad. Um, uh, uh, get on them. Like Jay says, like no, they need to, to get get your money because it was. You know, E5 said all they had to say was like the people were in their costumes were black, which probably would have been an easy explain away. But the fact that they didn't come out and say that lets me know it was like y'all got something going on with your employees or you're just not checking them. Um, they're messing up their back. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, any more about this before I move on? This is probably, this might, this might turn into a short shorter deep dive but i'm interested to see what people think um but anything any, any more on the suing of sesame place that we don't claim <laughs> claim that hood We're not <laughs> <from> that hood. <laughs> <laughs> uh so no not on sesame place but where's this weird sesame place but yeah <laughs> right um all right last but not least uh kevin hart had said um and i actually watched this i watched the clip in full of the conversation not the whole podcast but the clip so kevin hart has said um that black people were the only ones letting ego get in the way when it came to uh success and collaboration now, i'm paraphrasing that last part but he was just giving examples of like um how he you know uh didn't mind working with this person, this person, this person, all famous people, um, and collabing, like, he was basically saying, why y'all letting your ego get in the way? Um, so, while I agreed with the sentiment, there's one correction. That's the people thing. I don't think it's a racial thing, because, as someone who's been in a predominantly white space from work, white people be cutthroat. So, <laughs> You talking about ego? They ego. Who? I. Who? Yeah. Um. Sentiment. I get though. Um. But I think that's definitely a people thing. I don't think that's like a racial thing. I think it looks racial because we are a we are at a lower percentage of the population. Um. Than the majority currently, which is white people. Um. And like, you know little sociology history uh input if you're ta- you're talking about people who came from ancestrally they came from uh a tribal society not a collective well you know some tribes were collectivists but it was just mostly tribal then you lump them all together um after you kidnap them and expect them to like get along and it's like kind of had to learn how to coexist when you're from different tribes, but obviously everybody was trauma bonded because of sick and not napping. I'm talking about slavery. If y'all haven't um, picked up on that, but yeah, taking all that out, let's go come back to the modern era. Um, I, I just think because there are fewer per capita, uh, black greats and by greats, I mean like, not that people aren't great in their craft, but more so like greats who are uh, recognized by the masses um, in a cross, uh, not cross-cultural, um, cross-promoting sort of way. Um, 
because there are fewer black people at the top of that, uh, I think that's where that comes in of like, so-and-so probably could have been great, but their ego got in the way, even though there are probably 10 other white people of that same caliber of like, so-and-so could have been great, but their ego got in the way, but it's just, yeah, I think it's more so a number thing. Um, but that, that's, that was, that was my only thing. It was like, not a black thing, but I understand why you probably saw it as a black thing because there's fewer of us and because we're still systemically oppressed. Um, so it's like not as many opportunities. So I, I understand from that perspective, but I, I wouldn't say it's strictly a black thing. Uh, anything on that? I, I, with him, I can agree and disagree at the same time. Like I said, just because I can, I get what he's trying to say. I understand that. Um, and like you said, like, we are still the minority uh, when it comes to a lot of different things, especially like entertainment and things like that. Uh, and like job wise things. Um, so I can see where you're saying, like, where he's saying that, like, we as like a people can let our egos get in the way mm. and block that uh by not wanting to have somebody and i like i said I, I can get that because that does happen to where yeah. sometimes we feel like okay well one of us is in the room but let but because there are not many of us in the room right. i have to fight to make sure that i i keep staying in my place and i'm at, i'm at my spot but it's like okay, but no, we we can have more than one of us in the room at a time. So you can just sometimes people will forget that. Yeah, and which is why I was like, I can agree with this statement a little bit, just because we do forget that, and we could be like, but you can help. Yeah, each other, right? Bring each other up, just like like how with women, how will sometimes we will fight for a position, mm-hmm. um, and cut each other short rather than uplifting each other, and be like, okay, but there's not many women. Period. So, right. Like, Sis, okay. let me help you out. Like, even though there there is a boys' culture in a lot of uh places, still it's like, yeah, but you you ain't gotta be at at this point, you ain't gotta be the cool woman who shits on other women just to correct do that. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, it's like I get that aspect of it, but then like you said, at the same time, because there aren't so many seats, and yeah people don't create those opportunities they shut us out to where that's why right we have that sentiment about it to where it's like oh that's why i have to fight for it because there's not too many say i'm there's one of us and they only need they'll they filled their quota yeah so i gotta be the best at it yeah and i'm getting getting it my way fuck y'all like y'all get it y'all way i guess i ain't gonna help you yeah yeah and it's like that's something that on the other end needs to change as well, where they they need to start being and creating more. Which is why I'm glad, like a lot of times now they create more spaces, um, and to be like more inclusive, so that way there there's not a just a y'all are vying for one spot where yeah. it's like, oh no, we have a whole team, so everybody doesn't have to fight it out and duke it out and have to like undercut each other to do this. Where it's like, no, you actually can help each other collaborate and be like let me bring you on let me put you on to this yeah. it's like, oh i have this person for this it's like it's it's a little bit different uh, i think he was a high school teacher oh yeah yeah that's mm. <laughs> that's some beef that that uh, is it a beef if you don't know you in the beef until <laughs> so 
something about you is like, why are you shooting at me? Right. I love I love GL's response now though, because he's like, I don't know who you're talking about. Ooh. That person doesn't exist to me. I was like, he's he is over it. <laughs> she apologized, I guess, and he was just like, mm. <laughs> nope, a little too late. We're done. Here's the okay. To to borrow a phrase from uh, Kevin Stage, here's the thing. So if Monique, because I don't know if we talked about this part last week when we were talking about that. If Monique had pulled the other side whenever she uh, did the guest appearance on his show and said, hey, that question you asked me wasn't cool. I don't think we would have been here today. Yeah. Um, But because, because she didn't say that, she just let it simmer for however long. I don't know how long it been since she had been on the show. But because she let it simmer for forever long, uh, she just took her... Uh, Blicky in the form of microphone and just, just like, yeah, um, straight fire. Then brought the trauma of what happened with his daughter in. After that, after he responded and said his piece, and she was like, "Well, you ain't protecting your daughter." I was like, "Yeah, that, mm. sis." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> basically, a lot of that could have been solved by communication. I can say, just pull them aside if you didn't feel if you were like just in the shock or like you know weren't emotionally ready to address it right after the show. Pull them aside, like give it a, a couple days or a couple weeks. Pull them aside and be like, so hey, that w- that wasn't cool, and just that that could have been it, honestly. But um. Yeah, to that point, uh, super. But um, that uh, that I think that's a that's an example more so of miscommunication. But I will say that's also an example of ego, um, because they did they did let their egos they their egos were duking it out to see who was going to close the show, uh, with that whole thing, uh, up in Detroit. So. Uh, you know, it's a lot of the older black entertainers are still of the crab and barrel mindset. I can see that. Just because, like, they probably felt like they had to be that way, um, when they were younger and still getting on. So, like, to be that way now is just kind of like an old habits to die hard type of thing. Um, I think Kevin also made a key point when he was talking about it. He was talking about bringing people on, collaborating with them, but he also mentioned, hey, if I like what you do, I think you have quality content. I like your quality. Yeah, you can come on, which I don't know if people clued into that part because people might use what he said as a, oh, so you just, you just hate and you're letting your ego get in the way because you don't want to do this with me. It's like your quality ain't where it's not, you got to work on some stuff a little bit before like I'll I can work with you if I have the time and bandwidth but like I I don't know if it would be fair to expect people people to bring you on if you if your work can't speak for itself mm-hmm. if that makes sense which now that I say that out loud I don't know if that sounds egotistical or not but I am someone who's like I'm I'm gonna if I'm gonna like do something with someone. I want to make sure the quality is good. <laughs> I, mm, uh, no, yeah. I 
I I get that. I I get that. I stand behind that. Like no, like sometimes when you want to do something, you want to work with somebody. It, like that would be like me being Oprah's like, "Hey, come on on the show." I'm not no, I'm not at that nowhere near to be like, "Oh, yeah, I can go ahead and let me jump on this radio station. Let me do this. Let me do that." No. Yeah. Uh, like that's not, I, I don't have that in me yet. So you, like, that's something that you get over time. You gain, uh, somebody needs to see that. Uh, that's something. So sometimes you might not be at that level at that time. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You might, he's not saying that you're bad. There, nobody's saying that you're bad. It's just that you might not be up to par at this very moment. You have potential. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but it's just what right now. This is not what we're looking for. We we need something more polished, the finished product rather than in progress. So it's like that. That's all. But people are very much in their feelings sometimes, and like it's a need and want to have everybody win and and feel included at all times. And sometimes yeah. It's like, but you also have to learn that I don't understand where we got to this point. Sometimes where they like I said like. They want everybody to win and like and yeah everybody but it's like okay no no but, but, see, but also like to, yeah like yeah. you still need to learn that people will say no people yeah will not like something like there's different things <laughs> and it, yeah like it's not going to be 100 percent acceptance all the time and i think as that's something that we don't get an opportunity to not think about as black people yeah so it's that's not a luxury we get um, I also, also kind of see it as like going back to the pink salt story is like it's not so much you know like it's not good right it's more so like I'm telling you I'm telling you the soft no or I'm telling you the soft not right now because when you're in front of whoever um, and they tell you harshly or they just don't answer back like yeah like like i said if i were in a space where i could like help people more and like um work with them on stuff i was like yeah i absolutely would i don't have the time right now but um if i wasn't juggling a nine to five and content creation i probably would probably would do that a little bit more um but yeah uh i think i think it's more so it's like we 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 i it, well at least for me if i do it i'm trying to protect you because it's like well if i think that it needs work someone else is gonna come behind and say something a whole lot harsher um depending on who you're like shooting for as far as like at least in this space like sponsors ads figure creators whoever so um that'd be my take but yeah um but yeah, definitely if there's potential too. Like just because they're not big or have big numbers doesn't mean they don't have potential. So it's a give and take. Huh. All right, y'all. Um I think that's it for this week. We get for this week. I gotta work in the morning. Um Right. So I got work. <laughs> um anyway. My my commute is not long. It's to the same exact desk. So, there's that. <laughs> I have a commute. 
<laughs> so yeah, I yeah, I need to get to bed soon. Thank y'all for coming out to another Embassy Talks podcast. Uh, we have enjoyed the conversations. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk more shenanigans and see how much the world is burning. <laughs>